Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and I am joined, as per usual, by Matt. Hey, what's up? Connor's here too, as I as I rub my eye really awkwardly, unprofessionally. But you know, some, yeah, sometimes yeah. you get a thing in your eye. You just you can't you can't. You do, you do, and and I'm pretty tired, so I'm I'm like half here. You're half here. Uh, that, that may be better than when you're all here. I'm not it sure. It might. It might. We'll we'll find out. When you're not here at all, that's not enough. When you are here completely, it's too much. It's a bit, you know, just too much Connor. Maybe half and half's the the right mix. We'll have to see. We'll have to see if we can make this a regular, regular standard. Matt, what? what <laughs> you're just staring blankly at the world. Okay, uh, so we talk about DC Comics, and coming up on this week's show is actually quite a packed week of books. We have Dark Knight's Metal Number Four. We have Superman Thirty Seven, which is the start of the Super Super Sons of Tomorrow crossover. Uh, part 2 of that is also this week with Super Sons number 11. And then we have Batman 37, Justice League 35, Green Lanterns 37, Nightwing 35, which is the start of the new run by Sam Humphreys. And we also have Batwoman number 10 and Aquaman number 31. So that's all the books that are coming up on this week's show. Before we get to those though, a couple of tidbits to solicit well this week. And a couple of little things that popped up in here of interest. Uh, first one is definitely depressing. You're gonna like this. The suspense. Yeah, I thought about speculation or something, or maybe a reaction or something. Sorry. Well, we got nothing to react to yet. So, uh, if you look through the uh, the solicits for March, uh, you might have noticed that there was no Doomsday Clock in there. I hadn't noticed that in the throne, but damn. Yeah, uh, they confirmed that it's skipping March. It's also skipping next August. Uh, there's there's two skip months, which actually I mean they're evenly spread. It's like you know four issues skip month, four issues skip month. Uh, it also means it's going to end in December next year. So, you know, mm. I, I wonder if it's like split ne- nice and neatly into like three acts. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I so guess it'll feel like a natural breaking point. I guess they figured that uh, you know they, you know maybe maybe they knew the art would fall behind, so they. Like, you know, built in this time, split into three. I wouldn't be surprised. He's, he's not the, the quickest artist, is he? No, he's no. not. But he's very good, so... He is. Uh, uh, so, so just, you know, get, get used to that idea now that we're skipping August next next year as well. So you, you mm. can brace yourself for, the, for these gaps. And hopefully, though, that means that there won't be delays because they've built in this time and we'll, we'll get it as planned. Yeah. That's the hope. Uh, and then the other thing that came out of this, the other thing that was missing as well, there was two things missing of note. Action Comics 1000 was not in the solicits, even though it should be the second issue in March, uh, going for the schedule. It turns out the reason for this is actually a pretty reasonable one, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a delay like, oh, someone's behind on a story or something like that. Nothing like that. They actually just, someone realised in the office, they went, hey, wait a minute, October, uh, not October, April 18th. Uh, that, that's the 80th birthday of Superman. That Action Comics number one came out on April 18th, 1938. We could have the 1000th issue coming out on the 80th anniversary. Why are we not doing that? And then decide to do it. So uh, so that's when we're getting it. So so it does mean that it's effectively single shipping for at least March, probably April as well. I'd, I'd expect April as well, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, so, no, so I, I get that. It makes a lot of sense. It make it feel special, give it a month to itself. And uh, It is kind of nice that you know April 18th is a Wednesday as well. Yeah, yeah it just so happens that that's a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. It's the third Wednesday in, in the month, so I would expect it to be single. 
shipping for that month. If, if, no, we got one in March, and then and plus, it's probably going to cost at least two issues worth to get. So uh, at, at least, yeah, yeah. So that adds up as well. And I can't believe we're getting to a uh, thousand. Hmm. I really didn't think when I started reading comics, I'd see that. You know, with all the renumbering. Oh, 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 whoa, 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 Jesus Christ! That was yeah. terrifying. My Skype's acting up. Uh, you're you're <laughs> fine now, Matt. When isn't your Skype acting up? He was bragging before we started that he'd finally figured out Skype. He'd been trying to fix something for weeks, and he, he was bragging that he'd finally got it. He was all happy, uh, and now it's yeah. failing more than it, it ever has yeah, done. Yeah, it's it's like uh, when when you plug a hole in a dam with your finger, and then mm-hmm. four more pop out. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Uh, so you're saying about action comics. <laughs> No, just basically I never thought when I started reading comics, you know, I'd, I'd hit a thousand with all the renumberings. Like when the New 52 happened, I was like, well, there goes that. Like, sure, it'll be the thousandth issue, but it won't be number 1000. But lo and behold, yeah, you know, no, here we are. Things keep changing. Uh, so, yeah, sure, with thousands coming in April. So, uh, st- still no word on how many pages or what the price is going to be, but. A scary amount. <laughs> I would expect so. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a $10 book. Uh, I, I feel like I'll be okay if that's the only book that week. I'll still have enough to read. <laughs> it won't be, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's the two things from this list that I feel are worth mentioning. By all means, every every month I always miss something if someone says something in the comments about... I, I, I know um, I, I was looking at the Supergirl because I was seeing if, if Jodie Hazard was taking over yet. Because obviously she's been co-writing, and I was waiting mm. to see if she took over full time, and that's when I could jump on. There's someone else co-writing that issue. There so, is, which is necessarily a bad thing. It's not, but it dashes my hopes of of it. Mean it, it means now that it's just going to be people, probably people scripting with Orlando uh, plotting, which is better still. But I'd hoped for just you know it was it was priming for for Hauser to take over, where it doesn't seem to have been that. Yeah, I'd have been cool with her taking over because I think the book has gotten better with her involved. But I'm, you know, I'm curious to see how uh, the other. Yeah, I, I, I'm not against whoever it is. I, I can't even remember who it was, but it was no, no one who went, made me go. Oh, hmm. I don't want to read that necessarily. But it was someone new because it was it, someone. It, just, it was someone from the New Talent Showcase from last year, I think. That was where we knew the name from. Right. Yeah. yeah, but I, I just, yeah, just a little disappointed, I guess, that I, I don't have that yeah. happening. To, to be fair, like that—that that was something you'd built up for yourself that you predicted was, that, was, that was going to happen. It was a hope that I'd, I'd hoped for, and uh, yeah, just just a shame. How's Skype, Matt? How you doing? I'm just trying not to mess things up. Don't touch anything. Just if you can hear us, <laughs> we're not. good. I am. Right, that's awesome. We're good. Uh, so, yeah, uh, just as first of all. People were thrilled with the sales talk last week. We we, we got so many outpouring uh, fan letters, all sorts of things. Uh, just yeah, just most the, of them by a guy named Peter. Just, just the best, just the best fans. Uh, I'm doing a bit of a Trump bit there. I don't know if that was coming across. Uh, so no, because you're way too eloquent. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a, you know high bar to hit, but uh, well, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, but no, so we had obviously one of the things we were talking about last week uh, with the Doomsday Clock being both one and two, with the you know one being the the regular cover, one being the lenticular, and we were just curious what the actual breakdown of that was figures wise. Mm. So mm-hmm. I figured I'd check because all the all the figures are up now. Um, so number one, uh, Doomsday Clock, the regular cover was one hundred nineteen thousand four hundred twelve. 
Doomsday Clock Lenticular, which was number two, was 119,231. Very close, then. Very close. Like, that is less it, than... It seems like most shops were probably ordering them equally. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of sounds like it. So, no, super close. Uh, there was only two books that over 100,000. That was Batman Who Laughs and Batman Lost, which were 105,000 and 101,000, respectively. Uh, so, no. Uh, that's it. I don't want you to like, you know, delve in. Unless there's any particular book you were curious about its placement. No. Because I can find it. I can I can control F it, and I can tell you where where your book is, number 72. With X that's what I'm going to start saying when I hit challenges in life. I'm just going to control F it. <laughs> control F and he's extremely useful extremely handy extremely. I use F3 because it's, it's, it's less clicks less presses oh, it's not clicks yeah yeah. I realised as I said I told you I'm tired aye, aye. Uh, clearly uh, so, no, so, so we'll move away from that and then I guess we can uh, get on although uh, there was a bit of Marvel news this week that Connor kind of wanted to talk about <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Go on, tell us then, tell so, us about it. Jim Starlin has had a, a bit of a, a falling out. Well, just, just for context, I think this is important. Who is Jim Starlin, and, and specifically, uh, was, what did he I create? To that. Yeah. I, was, I was getting to that, that was part of the context of the story. You always Patience, Padawan! <laughs> don't, don't, don't you tell me to be patient with a Star Wars reference, son of a bitch. It's nice to know there's a really easy way to aggravate him, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man. Once I found that out... Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, Jim Starlin is you know, is famous over there for creating Thanos. And right. He's been you know, working on a Thanos project lately. I think it's been a, a graphic novel trilogy. And it's, you know, he's been working on it for however long, about a year, I think he said. And it's, you know, so uh, like, uh, there's 200 pages of script done, 100 pages of art finished. And there's a, I think there's a Thanos ongoing has been happening lately. I don't keep up enough to be aware of if it's going on still or if it's finished. Because it, it might have done. Who knows? It's Marvel. <laughs> well, Marvel cancelled like six books this week, so it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and essentially, this this ongoing book has a very, very similar plot to the graphic novel trilogy. And of course, the editors would have been aware of that and okayed it anyway allowing the the monthly comic to come out first and undermine their their trilogy that they'd been working on longer. He's, uh, he's not happy, and he said he's just not working with the, the current editorial until it's all changed. I remember that when this was stuff DC would do, and now <laughs> yeah. it's not, so I'm that, that, happy. That's why I like mentioning it. It's like, well, this, it wasn't so long ago we were driving people away. Do you know, yeah, it reminds me of video games a lot. It's like being a PlayStation fan during the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and uh, PlayStation were the ones doing everything wrong, and it was, like, impossible to even defend them. And then the PS4 and the Xbox One came along, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, no, now I'm on the right side of the fight. This is great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, same thing. I I just jumped fences, to be honest, when it came to that. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I was more 50 50 because of the reasons uh, in that gen. And then, but what, once it was like, oh yeah, the Xbox One is useless for you. I was like, okay, I never need one. It's fine. But hey, uh, we'll just bore Matt with more video game talk because that, that'll, that, that's... Video what... games. <laughs> so there's a feeling like Matt's this old man that we just kind of entertain and keep keep him, so, you know, keep him uh, engaged, keep him motivated. All right, he'll be happy later. 
yeah, a funny feeling. There's a spe- specific issue which she's going to be very happy about. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> fake news is all I'm going to say. It's good no, fake not news fake news. R- That's real news. <laughs> You're fake news. <laughs> Your face is fake news. No, it's not. My face is real news. <laughs> That's what real news looks like. <laughs> All right. I was looking up the stuff that Starlin did at DC, and there's nothing that really sticks out. It so did, it did. So was he not the one that did Stormwatch during the New Fifty Two? Yeah, I think so. And I, I imagine because then that was kind of it, and then nothing else happened with him. I wonder if if he had some problems with editorial. I mean, that wouldn't be the only one during the New Fifty Two, would he? Yeah. Uh, so I wonder if there's a chance of him coming back over now that you know things have shaken up. Yeah, maybe. Um... Yeah, get him on a dark side book. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> all, all of a the same thing created by Jack Kirby and was clearly first. Oh, it was. So, no, no. I like dark side you know. more. I'm just saying that when you, yeah. you know, they're both big dudes. That that's the big thing, big, right? Big, big space dudes. Yeah. Yep. You know what? See, see when, see when we finally get a dark side in a movie of some kind. Hearing people say, "Oh, it's just copying Thanos," is going to drive me yeah. up the goddamn wall. Oh, I know. But you know it's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. Uh, well, I've already heard it. <laughs> well, they haven't even seen Darkseid yet. I know. Things. But but the fact that they were building to Darkseid already had people going, oh, they're just ripping off Thanos. And I was like, do you even read comics, bro? Because you don't, so shut up. <laughs> well, that was just the comic version of Do You Lift, Bro? Do You Read, Bro? I know. That, is... yeah. well, that goes to an old joke between me and Mario back in the day. They didn't even read comics, bro. Because we had a one foot in each world. So we could mm. fuse them. I feel like you, you two should have opened up a comic shop that's just for weightlifters. And it's just a yeah. bunch of dudes with no sleeves on just uh, talking about their favourite comic books. I feel like it yeah. would mostly be Batman talk. Much to Matt's uh, displeasure. No, actually, I see plenty of people at the gym in everything now. It, it's quite weird. There's like superhero workout gear, which growing up... And playing football, but liking comics, it made fun of for it. Mm. Uh, the world's changed, still. absolutely, yeah, it absolutely has. Yeah. So, and these are like legit guys. Like, there's a dude with a Masters of the Universe tattoo that's that's heavy lifting, and do. it just it cracks me up. Yeah, like. Yeah, no, I I, I can't I can't afford. Can you get Squirrel Girl uh, workout gear? I Probably wish. soon. Uh, <laughs> just love a pizza squirrel girl I, I get know, it. Do. it's been a while so I, th- I thought I'd yeah. throw it in it's a DC show I don't get to see squirrel girl all that much yep. <laughs> she's, uh, yeah, she's from Nella camp uh, she's going to be a TV show soon though so, so I'll, yeah, I'll, that's, I that's when the workout gear will hit yeah, yeah. exactly uh, I, I like the idea though of it being like a big muscly guy with squirrel squirrel girl gear on you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's fine if the girls are working out in squirrel girl but you know a big muscly beefcake yeah. guy lifting weights yeah, you don't talk crap to that guy no matter what. Like you wear a tutu while he's squatting four hundred twenty-five pounds, you're not going to say nothing. Yeah, that said, my favorite young female hero from Marvel now is officially Honey Badger. I just want to put that out there. Honey Badger. Sorry, sorry who's Honey Badger? She, she's well, uh, it's the it's the younger sister in uh, All New Wolverine, the uh, Gabby. Oh, okay. That's going to be her hero name. It's Honey Badger. Jeez. Oh, it's fantastic. Hey, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's a Wolverine and Honey Badger. Amazing. Honey Badger's fantastic. You shut just, your goddamn mouths. Uh, <laughs> this is the one book from Marvel that I'm currently enjoying. Just shut up. <laughs> I, I can't wait for Mink I, I Weasel. Mean, I, 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 I was, was going to check that out, but 
After hearing Honey Badger, I'm not sure it's worth it. No, it's great. No, I love Honey Badgers. Honey Badgers are great. They, I just, it's weird that that's a hero they, Exactly. They, they have an like, actual pet Wolverine. It's fantastic. You, all new Wolverines. See, that, that goes a little all the way the other way around. Like, <laughs> Wolverine? Yes. Hero named Honey Badger? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I recommend that, and you can go check it out for really cheap right now because there's a lot of Christmas sales on Comixology if you read digitally. Oh, look, look at that segue, Connor. I said I was going to mention yeah, the sales. Yeah. I know. I, know. I, was, I was waiting for. It. I was like, I was. I could see. It. I was like, go on, go on, yeah. do it. Uh, so obviously, the one we're going to mention most is the DC one. Uh, it's a giant DC sale. Every every trade, just about ever, is five dollars, including the big massive ones that are like five hundred pages. There's some fantastic deals in there. So yeah, check it out. <laughs> go have a look. If you like, like digital comics. Stand- Stand out to me is usually these sales. It's okay, uh, released up to X day, but yeah. this includes things that came out the day the sale started, and the some of the big ones. You know, the the big thick trades, the first JSA by Jeff Johns, which I already got. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's that's sitting in my basket. I'm kind of yeah. waiting, and yeah, just that get and uh, the Shazam: The New Beginning uh, miniseries got a new collection. That was like this sort of post-crisis retelling of Shazam's origin. That that came out. That was quite pricey, but that that was on sale. In fact, it. The sale went up so early with these new books being out is that when you first went to the sale, they were there on sale, but it still said pre-order. On, yeah, it was weird on, on the page. It was a really bizarre yeah. thing. There's, uh, there's also a, a lot of Vertigo stuff in the sale. Yeah, a lot of Vertigo. Uh, again, basically every trade, uh, barring a few, maybe a few exceptions, but all, all the things you'd yeah. probably think of is all there. Uh, honestly, my only complaint with these big sales, and I said this to Connor earlier, is that it's almost harder to pick what to buy when it's just that broad and it's everything. Yeah, I feel like I just look for what's the best value and yeah. go, right, well, I'll just get those for this now. Because if, if it was like a, you know, if it was a Superman sale, I'd say, oh, right, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll look through the Superman stuff I've been thinking of and I'll get maybe three or four things, whatever. Uh, but here it's like, okay, right, I could get anything. I, I, <laughs> oh. I will say I do try and avoid getting just Batman, Superman books in these sales because there's going to be sales for Batman and Superman. Yeah, there's all, a lot. All year. They have get- then, mm-hmm. if you don't want Batman and Superman, Booster Gold, one through hey, six. There's, I'm there's, sure there's, that's on sale. There's plenty of Booster Gold in the in the yeah. Yeah, uh, get that. <laughs> Read it over Christmas. By the next time action comes out, you'll be ready to go. But, but yeah, I I try and get things that are not going to get their own sale necessarily, or at least not ones that I expect to get very often. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I already got a bunch of stuff. I was going to start in various things. Uh, I've got I've got up to volume five of the Dixon Nightwing trades now the the big thick ones they've been putting out so uh, I, I have a you know about forty dollars worth in my basket <laughs> uh, I think I already spent about seventy dollars worth but yeah it's it's I'm I'm not done yet yeah yeah it's not, it's not until uh, I can't remember the date it's like the January second fourth I believe fourth I think the Marvel ones are like the second of January so they're all around then they're all at the start of January. Uh, yeah. There's an IDW one. There should be an image one going up at some point. It's not up yet. Uh, time of talking, but it usually do we, one as well. We, we haven't got a Dark Horse one yet either, have we? Don't think so. But there's a Boom one. There's a Dynamite one. Like all the publishers usually put up a Christmas sale. Yeah. So, by all means, go check it out. Get some. Get some good deals. Treat yourself to some comics for Christmas. Uh, anyway, Matt looks so bored. I'm sorry, Matt. I'm 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 sorry. You look so bored. <laughs> do you want to talk about comics? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's also most things I'm staring at the small window, so, you know, <laughs> I can't. I'm afraid to touch any other buttons. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay, well, with that said, let's start talking about Computers conference. are like a T-Rex, right? If you don't move, they can't see you, right? Like, 
Uh, episode 3 of Black Mirror Season 3 tells me otherwise. Uh, so, uh, just, uh, you know. Put, put some tape over your camera if it's, if it's built in. But, but not now, because you're on the camera. Oh, obviously, yeah, not oh, now. Please. Not <laughs> now. Put my thumb up there to make a joke and then thought, that's my only camera. Oh, man. Uh, impulse control. It's great right now. Oh, dear. Okay, so that's us the comics. So we'll start off the week with the, the event. Uh, Dark Knight's Metal number four, Scott Snyder writing. Yeah. Greg Capullo on art. Uh, it's been a couple of months. Obviously, we had the one shot last month, uh, Batman Lost. Uh, honestly, my first thought with this is that this felt weird coming back to this because for for the first three issues it felt like there was metal stuff coming out every week and it was always on my mind it was yep. always kind of had had this momentum and then coming to this I was like oh aye metal's a thing again <laughs> and, I, and I opened it and I'm, I'm reading it and I'm like okay yeah this is where we were uh, but I, I have to admit that a little bit of the momentum is you know it's maybe not as there as it was before yeah. I think that's that's a bit of a symptom of just the way they staggered all the tie-ins and where they yeah. were in the story yeah. because it's I mean, if you if you're just reading the main book, you've only had you know one month that that's felt yeah. longer than than all the others. It's but obviously we were reading everything, yeah. so we had which, like I say we had stuff every week. Which I do have to say, I think I said this at the time, but that Justice League crossover feels really inconsequential because they're just back onto the mission. I, I wish it didn't exist. Yeah, because they're, they're just doing exactly what they were doing at the start of said crossover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at least the Gotham Resistance one. It may have been a small thing, but at least they did discover something important in that miniseries. That... Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, by the time the next issue came around, it assumed that you had that knowledge from yeah. it. Even if you hadn't read it, it assumed that, okay, you, you just know this. This is established. Whereas this is built to just ignore that Justice League crossover, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so that's, that's the thing. Uh, I, I do have to be a, a somewhat negative here, actually, because I do think this is the weakest issue of the main series so far. I, I don't know... Uh, what the, the I have no idea if you guys agree with that or yet because I've not spoke to Connor since he's read it. Uh, I've not heard Matt's thoughts on it. I don't think it's the weakest. I think it's it's on par, like you know. Uh, but it doesn't have the high highs. Uh, the ending's pretty cool. Like that was a cool reveal. Mm-hmm. Like turn to the page and you're like, oh crap. Um, but I just I really want to know if Last Command's an egg. that this is the thing that's been going on well there's something inside him right yeah he's protecting something yeah but like the fact that they're bringing him to thanagar which is the hawk planet and then even how jordan makes that joke that i'll just tell him i laid this egg and that'll earn their respect i'm just like what is in there and it's it's not gonna be nearly as cool as what i'm building it up it's a legion ring map i don't do that to me (laughs) <laughs> oh man that, that's reserved for doomsday clock and we all know it yeah, yeah. here's the thing I love parts of this issue there are some things mm-hmm. in here I really love but I think it's the most scattershot issue as well Like uh, there's, yeah. there's a few too many scenes I, I agree with that I, I, I feel like my biggest problem with this issue is I feel like so much of it is a lot of like really wacky exposition explaining the history of a lot of things you know you know sandman's there and he's talking about uh this forge and you know barbados and i'm just like all right you're monologuing with a lot of speech bubbles here see the thing is i love that though yeah that's the stuff i really enjoyed it was all the other stuff you know catching up with the individual teams i feel like i didn't need all of the teams maybe just do one or two and you know just have Mm. longer bits with them instead Whereas yeah. that stuff, you know, with, with Dream, like you're saying, like, I was like, oh, okay, no, this is I the like... stuff I want from Mel. Well the, well, the fact where you turn to that page and you see the constellations and there's a monitor and the anti-monitor and then 
you know, the World Forge blacksmith and then that oh, dragon. It's so good. Like Capullo just I, I like when he gets super detailed, but I also like when he does big broad things like that. You know? Yeah. So the fact here like- I have this alien at uh alien uh alien atmosphere there, you know, on in the landscape. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I love the the very first page as well. You know, like it, so. It's, you know, the, the the recap essentially. Yeah. But it was done as you know, like it, it's it's a story in a book, one of one of Dream's yeah. books. It's and but it's all these I, childlike drawings almost. Yeah, I am. I almost wish like that was the thing from the start, where this was Dream telling the story. So then, when he shows up to Batman, was that the end of the first issue? Like, yes. it wouldn't have felt weird it wouldn't have felt so jarring and it would have felt like the narrator is feeling like now he has to get involved yeah it came out of nowhere at the time yeah um yes i think yeah like i'm kind of frustrated with this issue because i i do think a lot of this exposition because sometimes snyder's accused of being you know having too much too much to say too much dialogue and i do think sometimes he falls into that and i I feel like here he does i feel like and this is the, the thing i hate most about snyder when i don't like him is he 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 brings out all these really big like concepts these big ideas but he speeds through them so much that none of them have time for me to really get attached to them and really accept them as kind of something that like the very idea that batman and superman are both really old and it feels like they've been there for decades on this machine mm-hmm. it's like okay so i guess they're just old now but i don't really feel like i've had i've got the weight of them actually having that experience you know it just kind of feels like oh it just is because that's what he wants to well, do in the story I mean- we kind of saw that though over the last couple issues of when Batman was plugged into the battery and then Superman, and Superman wasn't plugged in nearly as long, you uh, know. So yeah. he, has, he has a little bit of gray, but Superman's an older man. I, I also like if it makes us feel like we're kind of with the the league and everyone else, where yeah. we're still passing at normal time, and then we kind of come into them and go, "Oh, yeah. oh, you're old now," and so we we don't they don't see that journey, and we don't really yeah. we get little glimpses like Matt said, but not enough. Can can we talk about Superman's nightmares and like? Yep. If that's part of the bigger plan of uh, Barbatos, like, so is there is there versions for each of the league? Like, does he have Dark Knights for the Flash and Wonder Woman? Because I like that okay. concept, and, and that's one I can see like Pete saying like he introduces this thing like we get Superman's nightmares and there's basically Superman in a Lex Luthor suit and then Superman dresses like Dark Knight Returns Batman and then of course. The one that killed me was Electric Blue Superman. Yeah, of course. From the 90s. <laughs> I, yeah, I love how uh, there's nothing different about him. He's just Electric no. Blue Superman. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, that, that was terrifying. I never want to go back yeah. to that. Yeah. Uh, but he introduces these, and they're just like, yeah, we're Superman's nightmare. And now that he's plugged in, you know, there's nothing you guys can do because he's the ultimate battery. And I was just like, well, wait, why, why are they there? Like, where'd they come from? And it would have been nice to see something from Snyder and Capullo, like... With Barbatos plucking, you know, some some heroes or villains, or whatever you want to call them, mm. out from this dark multiverse. So it's not just Batman's nightmares. I, I, I think it's everyone's. For, for me, sometimes I feel like he just it, it, it's almost cold. Like he misses the emotion from what what the scene could be, mm-hmm. and I feel like it glosses over what, what what would like really like make it land for me is like the actual weight of because there's, there's a really sort of sweet scene where Superman kind of gives Bruce a pep talk about Bat. Batman being hopeful and he makes him think, oh, you know, think of something to fight for, and he thinks of Damien and his kids. He says, he's, you know, first yeah. he was his children, uh, thinking of the Robins and you know, and Batgirl and whoever yeah. else. And I'm like, oh, that's a really sweet idea. I, I almost like feel like, like, take this, like, this issue is maybe should have been more focused as a, as a existential crisis for him. I, that I think this is where what 
you want and what Snyder wants to do with metal are just different. Like you're saying, oh, you want these emotional beats, yeah. whereas I think Snyder is kind of really playing into metal as an idea, as a concept, a and just cluster. yeah, just having fun and being and insane ideas. Like you say, you but, know, there are a lot of insane ideas. But then, yeah. I mean, that tender moment though, because they they can only get to the World Forge if they feel you know the the hope and wonder because. Yeah. Barbatos has, has corrupted it, right? So a little, you know, uh, that whole story about the dragon where Barbatos was the dragon and took over, you know? Mm. So everything's been corrupted. And yeah, they, they the explained little... that Barbatos was actually meant to be there. He was, he was meant to be killing the Dark yeah. Worlds and then he sort yeah. of went rogue and decided not to. Uh, yeah, he, his... he killed the, the forger, the, the blacksmith, and he's taken it over. And that's why these Dark Worlds have been able to, to stay around. Mm. Yeah, and so... Because of that corruption that surrounds this forge to get through the dark multiverse, you have to keep hope and wonder in your heart. You have to stay pure. And so for Batman, who can be, you know, construed as a super dark character, right? He's from tragedy. He hides in the shadows. Uh, but there is a whole lot of hope to him, and Superman reminds him that. Yeah, that, that, that was a, that's his, a really, his whole thing, isn't it? His hair is like, really, he doesn't remember. Yeah, a really tender moment and otherwise, like... Hey, this is cool, big, huge story. You know, I want to say big and huge, not like monumental, but like it's it's broad scope. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to say like I'm super down because there are things I like in here. I still I'm still positive on the the event as a whole. I just I, this is the issue though where I feel like this is kind of what I was starting to really not like about his Batman towards the end of his run. Uh, okay, I'm I'm definitely I definitely have some problems like like I said, scattershot like. Uh, the 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 Hal side of things with with Starro just there. I'm like, oh, okay. The Starro yeah. thing that made me mad. I thought no, like I got a chuckle out of the editor's notes. Yeah, the editor's note was the best part because it <laughs> yeah. was like, yeah. oh, Starro regrew himself from like a what was that cut off something or other from one yeah. of his his yeah. tentacles. Which, and, which fun fact, starfish can do if you cut off as long as there's a piece of the center, they'll uh, regrow a whole other starfish. So I'm like, pretty, I think I knew that actually. Now you're bringing yeah, it up, I think so I knew like, that. It's those little things that I love that Snyder does in his research. Like, so if you know it, it's it's cool. If not, it's just another yeah, story. Yeah, and plot the editor's that... note was funny because it was like, oh, uh, you know, whoever the editor is, I can't remember, but it says, uh, yeah. oh, this happened. Uh, actually, when did this happen? Uh, Scott and Greg. Yeah. Then it was in a second one. It's just send Scott and Greg with the little devil horns. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. that was all. Okay, that was amusing. Uh, but it almost but, actually points out what's not right about it. <laughs> like, no, it feels like this scene was there for that joke. Yeah, yeah, it Weirdly. does. Yeah, it, it really does. Well, and just the voice of Starro too. Starro's like this dude, like the way <laughs> yeah, that he I'm talks. Back losers. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, this is funny, and it's not a Starro I've ever seen, but there's really no other reason for yeah, him to be it, there. Why, why to is, take out Hal? Why does Starro suddenly have the attitude that Jessica's ring does? <laughs> like, yeah. Where did that happen? <laughs> yeah. no, like I said, this is one of my problems with the issue. Like, like I said, there's just things in here that are just introduced. Like, there's, I don't mind a lot of the big ideas, but there's just too many in this specific yeah. issue. I, honestly, well, I think all of the Justice League stuff should be taken out except Wonder Woman with Kendra, because Kendra actually goes somewhere. That actually leads to something. It yeah. is. But even that just pulls out, oh, okay, we've got the astral brain. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. it just pulls oh, it out of nowhere. Where, yeah. where did that come from? There's, there's, yeah, there's just a lot of pulling of things out of nowhere in this issue. Uh, and it, <laughs> well, no, we, we, they set up the astral brain in the first issue with the, with the League of Immortals. They have the brain. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, you mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah. it, but... but... But and and you know they they you can't have matter and antimatter so this was their failsafe was well if we can't stop the dark multiverse we'll just destroy it with an uh, antimatter bomb basically. yeah I, so that was 
That was but, cool. But I think if you boil it down to just the Batman Superman thing and what they're doing, and then just the the, the Kendra with Wonder Woman stuff, and have give them yeah. both more time to develop to the, what they're getting to, I feel like it could have had more beats in each story that actually built up and paid off. Because oh, I yeah. liked I liked the first Hal scene when he's arriving, you know, and yeah. uh, that was funny, that was good. But the Starro bit felt like okay, this needed a bit more I time. Just... Like next issue, kind of do something with that instead. Also, we're at a point now where we're using John's creations like John's would have used them. So, like, Onimar said, I can't remember the last time I've seen this character. So when he popped up, I was like, oh, that's cool. This goes all the way back to John's JSA, like, uh, from the beginning with the Hawkman stuff. So it's a it's a Jeff John's retcon and not a Jeff John's book. So the fact, like, this is a thing just... Mm. Blows my mind. Uh, I, I will say I did like the the one page that we got of uh, Aquaman and Deathstroke. I like that. Uh, I mean, it actually felt quite focused in what it was doing. Like, yeah, yeah. so it, it was maybe okay. There was only one page, but I think I'd rather have that one page here and then have some time with them next issue. And I feel like that's what we could have done with Hal as well. Like, have that first page or so of the of them getting there, and then have anything with Starro that they were gonna do. Do that next issue and kind of yeah. do it a bit, bit more time with it. So Kendra turns into Lady Blackhawk, uh, you know, demented, hot hawk girl. The darkness version. is one. Yeah, yeah. All, all woods lead to darkness, as we've been hearing. Also, also, freaking Black Adam. Black Adam yeah, shows that, up, yeah, because they're on the rock of eternity. Because Fate's uh, about to, uh, you know, take care of things. Fate's like, okay, yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to fix this, and then Black Adam shows up. And apparently, the the, the League of Immortals have making a, have made a deal with Barbados. They're like, oh, but you know what? Yeah, we'll just make a deal with them so we can hang around and be in his yeah. world. It's fine. Uh, I, I did think um, Adam looked a little young. He does look young. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he also made it was him and Savage, Vandal Savage, that made the the deal. Yeah. But we know that Roz was there, so I'm wondering, you know, if if that's going to come into play, you know. That you, you don't introduce Ra's al Ghul and then not give him nothing to do, especially he's, you know, a Batman writer, like mm. like Snyder. So, uh, but yeah, I just I got super excited over Black Adam. Like I was like, okay, cool. This is between this and the Rock of Eternity, Billy's out there somewhere, you know. And oh it, yeah. It, it, well, we know he's out. He was in a book like at the start of Rebirth. <laughs> what book was he in at the start of Rebirth? He was in, he was in issue one of Constantine. Or Hellblazer, whatever it's called. Oh, well. He showed up in that book with Wonder Woman. He did. Uh, Well, he hasn't been there since. Like. (laughs) Yeah, but what I'm saying is, it's not a mystery. They're just not doing anything with him. (laughs) Yeah, well. I just. Well, this just completely ruins my my idea of who's in that that body bag. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, Matt, but you're working on false information here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, they could wreck on it. There's yeah. only one issue. Oh, they could, yeah, they could retcon it. Sure, DC retcon things all the time, but just, yeah. yeah. Well, I just thought that with all this talk of hope and wonder, like who has more hope and wonder than a kid? I mean, and then if you, it, it does make me think that maybe Shazam will show up because Black Adam's yeah. now in the free. Like, yeah, it, it yeah. would make sense to like combat him with Shazam. It would make sense. <laughs> Uh, or Captain Marvel, sorry. I know there's a lot of purists out there who are like, say Captain Marvel, yeah. damn it. Yeah, but if they're going to call him Shazam, I'm going to call him Shazam. If that's yeah. if that's what it is going forward. Yeah, Marvel I was... mean, Shazam's also the wizard, so that's always a thing. But then you can just call the wizard the wizard. Yeah. Jeez, you know, Marvel got the trademark. We just have to live with it. It's fine. 
I mean, DC yeah. should have been quicker on it, but still. They should have, considering he's been around since the 40s. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know well, that's I mean? on them. That's the thing. Yeah, uh, but, so in the forge just... at the uh, at the end yeah. of the book, uh, we get big, evil, demented Hawkman monster. Looks incredible. The scope, the size is yeah. unreal. Oh, like, yeah, he's, you he's see like a... Batman and Superman at the bottom, and they're tiny. Yeah, he's like a kaiju, basically. Yeah. yeah. And what a giant hammer. I'm sure that pleased Matt. Yeah, so... Is he the blacksmith, or is he the dragon? Because he says he's the dragon of, of the Dark Multiverse, right? Of Barbados. Yeah, so, but, but he has the hammer like he's the blacksmith. Well, right, I, so I, I imagine... the same now? Well, no, I imagine he's replaced the... Because he can't have always been the blacksmith, right? No, no, of course no. not. Yeah. But that, that's right. well, the point. Barbados... That was the point. I know, but I'm just clarifying that he's, he's not always been the blacksmith. He's became the blacksmith. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. But so, if he's the dragon, then why has he got the big old hammer? Is he been, you know, is he both? Because of the dark multiverse, he's not allowing them to be destroyed, but he's creating all of these dark multiverses on Barbados's command. You know what I mean? Like... And this isn't a story plot. This is just where my brain went no, to. No, I'm, I'm with you. You're saying, because Barbados yeah. was the dragon... Yeah, uh, but Hawkman is here saying he's the dragon, but mm-hmm. he looks like he should be the blacksmith because of his appearance right. with the hammer. So which right. is he? Yeah, no, that, I, I'm with you. Makes yeah, sense. yeah, so it's just a story point. I mean, it's not a big deal. Didn't take me out, but yeah, like you said, the scope of it and just like, well, now we know what Hawkman founds is going to be all yeah, about. Yeah, it makes sense know? that that's the the next issue. I think that's next yeah. week, right? Yeah, that's next yep. week. I think, yeah. Uh, it was maybe this week, but this was when this issue was maybe last week. So obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah so everything got knocked back in. in, yeah. in, in, in like, that makes sense. Yeah. So that was an okay issue. I didn't love it. Uh, it definitely didn't hate me as a lot of the, the same way as the first two or three did. I don't. I definitely had like you know a couple of problems with a few of the scenes, but mm-hmm. overall, I came out of it you know pumped. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think honestly, and this is unfair to it and unfair to metal, but like post Doomsday Clock number one, it's like, well, this is the lesser one. <laughs> Doomsday Clock's exciting me way more than that. But again, I never felt this was supposed to change continuity the way that Doomsday Clock is. Oh sure, but it doesn't have to change you know continuity I mean? to be a big event. Like you know, like... no, but I mean, this is always promised that it's going to just be a fun, a fun romp, and mm. yeah. it's living up to that. It really well, it makes sense why it's not a crisis either now. You know what I mean? Because crisis usually have that twinge of importance, and this yeah. feels like, like Connor said, it's a fun romp. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so weak, weakest issue for me so far. Um, but uh, obviously, uh, we we vary. Connor probably liked it the most. Matt a little bit less, yeah. and then me. A good so, bit so what longer. kind of metal was this one, Connor? I mean, we've done this with each of. Oh, oh God! Uh, what kind of metal was this? This is yeah. erratic and scatter shot. What metal is that? Yeah. I feel like this was power metal. This was just right. Power let's metal. just get through this quick. Let's just just throw go. as many things as we can. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it just yeah. chugs along. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so I guess we'll move on to the Superman number thirty-seven, which is a uh, oh, the start of this. Uh, what is it five-part crossover between yep, uh, five parts. Superman, Super Sons, and Teen Titans? Uh, so Superman, Superman, between getting parts one and two this week, this will be over quick. Like, I didn't realize that until I looked at the, mm. the issues so, that are coming out. Superman 37 is by Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason, of course. Jorge Jimenez does the art. I actually think we can tackle these two separately because I think they break down really nicely into two things. Yeah. Uh, so Superman's issue is basically two scenes. Uh, 
Uh, it, it did crack me up that the best issue of Superman in like six months is half a Batman issue. <laughs> yeah. It's sad, but you're right. This is easily the best issue no, of Superman. No, it is. This is easily the best I, issue of Superman I, I feel, since Reborn. I feel now that when Tomasi can just play with more characters, he's more motivated to tell a story versus when he's just focused on, you know, the, the Kent family. Yeah, some of those were pretty cool, but like, the early Superman stuff really hinged on I, Hamilton I, County. I do wonder if he people. kind of ran out of ideas for the family. And yeah. ultimately, here going, okay, I can do something else, injects it with a bit of life for him. Whereas yeah, when we go back to the family after, maybe there's something to be a little concerned about. I don't yeah. know. Maybe, I, don't know. I don't know, but the, I mean, the last true family thing he did was that road trip, and I don't want to go back to that. That was rough as yeah. balls. I don't want to go back to that. So... So basically, that issue comprises of two scenes, the first being Batman, the second being Superman, and in both scenes, Tim Drake of the Future, who obviously we just had in Detective Comics for an arc, uh, shows up and is there to incapacitate both, because he, and the big thing that they find out at the end, I mean, you this going into the, the story, mm-hmm. just kind of from solicits and whatnot, but uh, he's there to take out Superboy, because Superboy is ultimately going to cause the, the, the end of the world, or... Uh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, some kind of destruction. Yeah. Uh, it's him. So, I just want to say that Despite being my favorite Robin, I really hate Tim as Batman. He is just <laughs> I, a... I love that I hate him, though. Yeah, exactly. He, he, I'm not he's... saying, like, he doesn't yeah. have the type of heat where I'm just like, oh, I don't want to read him. It's just like, what went so wrong now that you're coming he's... from the future to kill people in the past? Like He's, he's you know, like you say, how, how Tim was the best Robin. I agree. Mm-hmm. He's the best taken to the worst. Uh, that, yeah. That's what this is. And it makes it really enjoyable to, to read, even if he's not likable. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, art's very good in this issue because, I mean, most of it's fighting, so it kind of has to be, but yeah. luckily the layouts, especially uh, the, the, the Bruce Tim fight specifically, I thought was especially <laughs> great. The Bruce Tim fight. Yeah, yeah it was very good. Uh, but you know, there's obviously a lot of angular panels, there's a lot of motion throughout the whole thing, um, and you really feel like it's it's Bruce fighting someone he trained. And there's this sort of you know match going on, which of course the balance is upset when T- Tim eventually wins by pulling out a gun and shooting him. Yeah, yeah. and and also Tim coming through the window, you know that classic through the window yeah. bat image is yeah. just fantastic. Yeah, well, I love that stuff. he's sitting. You don't get to see Bruce in street clothes that often, so the fact like he's in his like lounge around the manor clothes too, I thought that was a, a fun. Yeah, not 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 the trackies that Priest had him in in, at the end of the the last Justice League issue. (laughs) Exactly, just you know, just like a sweater and some some I guess khakis. Yeah, you know, uh, I I think the benefit of having the first two issues of this out in the 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 same day is that I think they they did this issue knowing all the the plot can really get going in the next one because this one is mostly just these fights, Uh, but. I'm actually completely okay with it because it gives them both this weight where he's good enough to take down Batman and Superman. He, he, you know, it yeah. Them. yeah, we, we kind of just got that in the detective arc of just showing just how well prepared this, this Tim is, but this is going now. He's not just prepared for the Bat family. He can take on Superman as well. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He traps him in a, a red, uh, red, red sun. Sorry, not red kryptonite. Red. No, it's red no, kryptonite. It is red kryptonite. Oh, it's a kryptonite, yeah. but I feel like it should have just been a red sun. Like force field thing yeah. versus red kryptonite, you know. 
I think that's why right. I, I think that's why I slipped there and thought I'd made a mistake and tried yeah. to do yeah, a couple yeah, of it tracks. It makes more sense to be Red Sun. It but, does, but hey, yeah. well, hey, oh, so you know that's the whole thing. But no, that was very, 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 very pretty throughout uh, in both scenes, and I like the contrast as well because the first half is all in the manor, it's all sort of dark, candlelight, all that kind of thing. Second mm-hmm. half is all in the Arctic, it's all very white. Uh, Superman's just about to start rebuilding his fortress because it's still wrecked from various events that have happened. Um, so yeah, it's so the whole thing. It's, it's a really straightforward issue. That's why I think it's easy to take them uh, as two parts yeah. because they're very distinct in that sense. Uh, well, when Superman's monologuing, I was just like, "This is kind of weird." Like, is he just talking out loud, and then he's talking to Kelix? So I thought that was that was cool, and he's rebuilding the statues of Ma and Pa, uh, yeah. which I feel like that's foreshadowing. You know, with stuff that's oh, going yeah, on a little symbolic, Clark. symbolic oh, thing okay. that the parents. At least the history yeah. of them is coming back, even if they're not going to both be alive. Yeah. yeah. No, that, you know, so that makes some sense. That, that yeah. was pretty cool. But yeah, and then the fight between Tim and Superman, and he, you know, Tim gets into the battle armor, and he's like, how? And he's like, well, you know, my Superman taught me uh, Kryptonian. Because and... I, I love that. I was like, of course yeah. Tim was learned Kryptonian. That, 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 that doesn't surprise me, of course. No. So like, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing he was... Who his best friend was, and then he drops that. Oh man, I fist bumped. I was at work. I almost <coughs> dropped my comic, like as I'm reading. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so I, I guess we'll just transition smoothly into Super Sons number eleven. Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason again writing. Uh, this time Ryan Benjamin on the art, uh, and the art is, is obviously more mixed. It's not as good as Jimenez uh, by any stretch. Uh, I think that's like actually it a lot, though. it's solid. It's, it, it, it's solid yeah. a lot of the time. There's just there's a couple of key pages that bother me a lot. One's right no, at the I, start. Tim's yes. face. Is it, is, it, is it his lips? Yeah. What it's the hell is going really on with his weird, lips? Isn't it? Uh, and then the other one that really there's bothers no me. There's no upper lip. And then the other that's one. What it is. You're the other right. one that really bothers me, though, maybe even more than this. This one's bad because it's right at the start, so it's this bad first impression. So I was thinking, oh, the art must, this one sucks. And then when it got mm-hmm. to the Teen Titans stuff, oh, this looks quite good. It's fine. Uh, yeah. There's a page later on where it's like Superboy's in the middle of the page and there's all these things behind him and he looks like he's got E.T.'s neck. I don't know what's going on. He's got this super long uh, neck. I just got um, there and oh, got oh, sit yeah. in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening he to his neck? Home. It's supposed to be because he's craning his neck sideways yeah. by like the way he stood. But it's it's a bit overdone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a, when it's good, it's a more cartoonish style, but that actually fit, fits the younger heroes because it fits the Teen Titans. Yeah. And their I, I thought this was the Super Sons issue because I thought it was Teen Titans, hmm. just with the way that it was. Which again, this is something that we have to give credit for, where they don't feel like individual issues of their own books. They feel like no, this is just yeah. a this is just part of the story. It's something that we've had with crossovers lately, where it's managed mm-hmm. to avoid that trap. Yeah, so no, it's it, nice to see it continuing. It does, and so basically, what we get here is that uh, the Teen Titans are out on a mission, and Superboy was supposed to be in bed. You know, Kathy's calling Lois, like, "Hey, can I talk to John?" Mm-hmm. I'm liking that we've not forgotten about her, by the way, because I like Kathy yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's the first time we've seen her in a long exactly. time. Right? Yeah, uh, but he's actually, you know, because uh, Tim shows up to get him, and he's not actually he's snuck out, so he's, he tranks Lois, and he goes off to find him. And where he is, he's actually basically pissed that Damien's not let him go on a mission with the Teen Titans yet, mm-hmm. when he promised he would. So he swoops in and saves their ass when they're in the middle of a fight. And they're like, wait a minute, if Kid Flash didn't stop that guy and you didn't stop that one, who's that? And then Damien's just like, hey, Starfire, do me a favour. 
catch Superboy and he just fires like a flashbang into the air. And you just see Superboy fly, <laughs> come falling out of yeah. the sky. Uh, so it's a really good little debut moment. But they're, they're pissed at him and they're at that, the, the Titans Tower complaining about it. Uh, and when Tim comes on the screen and he's like, okay, wait, I've, I've, I've got control of all your systems, all the security, you're locked in, uh, you know, raving channels through, you know, look at my mind, like, Broadcast this out to everyone. Let show them, know. yeah. Sh- yeah. Show them what I'm, what I'm thinking, and what, what he's done in the future. And we get this, you know, this uh, horrible future where Superboy basically, exp- it's basically the uh, like a more extreme version of the whole Supernova thing. Yeah. The solar flare. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like it's going to actually hurt a lot of people. And he's like, oh, I have to, I have to kill him. I mean, it's basically a Terminator story. Like he's the Terminator coming yeah. back to take out the, the threat against humanity. And. Yeah, sorry. Um, and I'm just gonna say, uh, and so basically, he starts to go supernova, and the and Damien's like, you know, fly up, fly up right now, get as far yeah. away as possible, and he, he does. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that's gonna get Matt excited because this explosion from Superboy knocks out whatever's cloaking Tim for anyone who's looking for him. Yep. And we see who's looking for him uh, from this oh. alternate future of some kind, and we hear names mentioned. We hear the name Bart. We heard the name Cassie and some other guy. And they're watching. Some other guy. <laughs> All right, Harvey, where's my button? Where's my button for him? Hit the button. There he is. He's no longer imaginary. He's real. It's an alternate future. It doesn't count. Yeah. It doesn't count. It doesn't matter. Because now they can write stories about this group on before Tim broke bad. And I'm fine. I don't care. They're there. These three. A couple months ago, I changed my, my Twitter uh, the the head header image mm-hmm. to to these guys and it was Tim and Cassie Bart and Connor and they were they were my lost generation right well they're lost they are found and oh man so excited I'm sure you are I, I just I got to that last page and I'm like oh Matt, Matt, Matt I can almost I can almost feel Matt just sort of like rubbing the comic against his chest and being like oh yes do I get a camera on me <laughs> <laughs> There may be surveillance. Yeah. It's, it's but, weird but seeing like, a, an older right. Bart because the suit, it just it just makes him look like Reverse Flash. Yeah, he's got an old yeah. yellow suit. Yeah, it just looks like Reverse Flash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they don't with, seem to with be the white logo. Yeah, though, yeah, you know, yeah. Like... They don't seem to be agreeing with this plan though because they're looking for Tim. They're like, oh, he's been hiding yeah. from us. So, uh, so we should maybe get some interesting stuff here with with this older Teen Titans of of this specific generation who are who've been kind of forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, and I like hinted hinted at it in Lonely Place of Living, you know, where he talked about his mm. his Superman, and you know, and you you got to talk with Connor, and then our Tim was like who, and so things things were afoot that. What what is interesting though is that this future has both this Teen Titans, but also John Superman and Damian Batman. Yeah, it's it's what DC's always done that I love the most is the sense of legacy is you could have the Titans and the Teen Titans, and now you can have basically this young Justice Era Titans in this new group of Teen yeah. Titans. Yeah. I just think it's interesting. I think it almost it almost feels like it's going to be this fight between two different versions of Teen Titans, this generational thing. Uh, we know one of them are actually, in all essence, have been forgotten by DC Comics, at yeah. least until now. So I'm curious to see how to, to resolve this. I'm curious to see if this is a tease for them actually showing up later or is this just how we're going to get these characters going forward where almost kind of like how for a long time the GSA were Earth 2 and we just yeah. going to have this yeah. group of Teen Titans are essentially from this other alternate future and that's just how we have them now that's yeah could be worse 
That's very DC. Like I, I can't fault. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't care. The fact I, that they're there and they've been spoken. I am. Yeah, I, I got booster gold last week, and now I get Connor <laughs> this week. Yeah. I am being spoiled. And uh, then uh, we're. Oh. That's just too much. Legion it... probably next week. I then. Too much happy for Matt right now. Yeah, honestly, I'm, yeah. I'm not happy with this. There's too much I, of it. I, I do like how you know Tim's the link between both teams. You know how yeah. the, you know, the other the other mm. members of the, the Team be. Titans are kind of going, "Hey, why don't we know about this?" Tim was was with us as well. We we should know yeah. about this. Yeah, and, yeah um, I pissed at Damien for not bringing up the whole and, future. And then um, Beast Boy tries to scare him by being a bat, which is amazing. That's <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I and, and I love this Titans team. I, I always find that you can find things that make them work and. This feels like John's Titans team because you have the older you have you have Raven and Starfire there, you know, as, as the bridges, and then the the younger the new heroes with Kid Flash with with Wally yeah. too. What's funny about it is that it points out some of the the weird inconsistencies with the decision making. Where when they mm-hmm. went to make new Teen Titans, you know, in in the two thousands, they they wanted to keep you know they, they kept Beast Boy and they kept Cyborg, but they gave us the Starfire. new Kid Flash and the new uh, you know other characters Cassie, Cassie Superboy. and Superboy like, yeah. so they kept some of them but, and it's like but they're like the other teammates that were with them before have gotten older and their own like adult heroes now so there's, yeah there's this weird thing where yeah. they're still with the kids and you know, it's, it's one of these things where it gets murky timeline wise and you still have to start retconning things to make it all fit yeah but. well and then now you've made Cyborg uh, uh, you know a a founding member of the Justice League. Yeah, so he's just you know? off the table as far as Teen Titans goes. But then, they, but then they played around with that in that uh, it was the Justice League issue. The, the metal one, right? and the metal tie-in, yeah. the metal tie-ins, which is the most excited we have been for Cyborg like ever. Yeah, since we started and, and the show. Easily the best thing out of that crossover. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So it, it's adjusting these, and oh man, and I love it. And I know to the outsider, this is all meaningless talk. You know, if you have no. <laughs> If you have no connections to this era or any of the eras of the Teen Titans, and then, then yeah, but I feel in a world where Justice or Young Justice was this, you know, it became a TV show with all of these characters, and it was just like a a descriptor of all the young heroes. You know, you it, had, you had does, all the Robins on there at one point. Sorry, was that Connor? If Pete give a look like it was like, is it? It, it gets there. All right, I was going to say because I've only watched the first two episodes, and it's mostly not these characters. Oh, gotcha. But, yeah, yeah, it's, but, it's mostly oh, yeah, season yeah. two where it gets to that stuff. Okay. There's, there's a time jump in there. All right, okay. And, <laughs> I was going to say ah, that was that was not, Dick not and, that was Dick Wally and so and co. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. so, we, we we just started that on yeah. television from the multiverse last gotcha. week, and, and I can see Peter going, "Hang on, that's yeah. not what I just watched." Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, no Tommy Cass and all that shenanigans. Uh-huh. Definitely, and, and that show alone made me love Miss Martian. Like, I wish they could bring back Miss Martian. In that, you know, the Megan Morris version here. So More, more on potential yeah. Martian Satans later. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah all right. That's all I'm saying. So, but yeah, I just got to that last page, and it's Connor saying together. And, like, Tim's been broken. I feel like I want this Tim also to become, like, if they ever do a booster book, you make Tim the villain. And you do that Terminator thing where oh, Booster's almost Kyle Reese. Through time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, being like, well, no, he's messing things up and now I have to clean them up. Like, but he's the smartest hero. So how does that go with Booster? Who's got, I mean, yeah, he's got Rip Hunter and he's got Skeets, but he's still kind of a buffoon. And that's why I love him going up against, you know, Tim Drake at his worst. So 
Okay, I'm only going to agree to this pitch. I'm only going to approve this. Let's just pretend I'm the head of DC right now and I'm making the calls here. Yeah. I'm only agreeing to that pitch if Lombard is a recurring guest star or like one of the support cast. He make that like it's going to break the deal. He needs to be like... He's Booster's point man in this, you know... Like, he's, he's getting the front cover. He, yeah, he's he be- the anchor. He, he, he becomes the guy in the chair talking to him. He's the help in modern oh, he, day. No, Earth. no, no. He, he's, he's the Jimmy Olsen. Sure, whatever. The point is, he's always there helping. He's always there falling over. The fact that he, like, fanboying. So Booster brings him in, right? Just so he's like, I heard you're a big fan. And then he gets the call. He takes him back to the Time Masters thing, right? Yeah. And he accidentally knocks out Rip Hunter. And for at least this of that arc, Lombard's, like, trying to run the chair. And, yeah, I'm I'm on it. Get on it, DC. I will do it. Like, (laughs) just send us an eye and we'll get it done. Yeah, 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 none of us can draw. That's the only fault. That's the only problem with this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's super fun. Uh, super fun. Uh, brings up a lot of really fun ideas. Uh, I, I almost feel like there's, like, obviously there's some depth, but uh, we talked about how there's you know, two generations of Titans coming together and maybe fighting and stuff. But beyond that, it's just it's just a fun ride. Like, I, I don't have a whole lot of, like, deep sort of analysis to really give um, it beyond that. And I have to say, you know, as much as we were saying how, you know, we kind of hate this version of Tim because of what he is, I love reading him. I love oh, the, sure, I yeah. love him being a villain now. I, I kind of want this to be a recurring thing. I, I think it's, I mean, obviously we said this at the start of the Superman discussion, but man, how, how, Tomasi's been killing it on Super Sons. He, he seems to be killing it with this crossover so far, and yet Superman's been so mm-hmm. rough for so long. Yeah. It, it's so weird. But hey, it's nice to be looking forward to Teen Titans next week. Uh, which I mean, I look forward to Teen Titans anyway. But I'm specifically looking forward to it uh, with this this crossover and story in mind. Yeah, so, that'll take us on. We're we're you know we're not. I mean, we're actually we're just getting started here with the good stuff because we're we're getting to some real meat here. Batman number thirty seven, Tom King writing, Clay Man on art. The double date that we were promised last issue, which is a fair fairground, and they it's a superhero theme night, and they're told they're not allowed in. And they get this idea, you know, the, the lowest specific is like, hey, you've got your costumes, you could just, you know, switch them. And I never thought no. I wanted an issue where Batman was dressed as Superman and Superman was dressed as Batman. But, in lowest dressed as Catwoman as well, might I add. Uh, gold. Uh, lowest as Catwoman, um, I had some, some split thoughts on that. Split thoughts. So, you went all. You went all for it. You have some issues. Yeah, well, it's like it's it's Lois Lane. You know, she's my favorite comic lady. Uh-huh. Catwoman's fine, but then you dress her up as Catwoman, you go, okay, I get it now. <laughs> so, so you know. What you're uh, saying is, is you like Lois dressed in the the cat suit more than you like Selena dressed in the cat suit. Yes, that that's it. Okay. Probably because I'm 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 more you know tied mm-hmm. to to Lois as okay. it were, but. Um, probably my favorite thing in the issue, and there's no spoiler, I'm not jumping ahead though, is that Clark is still, even though he doesn't need to because he's in full disguise, yeah. still, he still insists on wearing his glasses over the cowl. Also, Matt, we always talk about spoilers in the books anyway, so I don't know why you specified no spoilers there. Well, because I know you, because you like to get on me if I, if it seems like I'm jumping forward oh, okay, ahead right, okay, from where okay. you want to go, but, I saying, yeah. yeah, the fact that he wears the glasses the entire time in the bat suit. I just I love. Oh no, it, it kills me. I always say this. I I need I want more of this. This is the, the sort of thing where where Hitchy's Justice League was uh, like a big problem, right? Where nope. give me the downtime between the big events. Give me many arcs between the big arcs where it's just things like this, where it's just them doing life things, and this is just a double date. And there's some character analysis. There's a lot of humor. There's a lot of fun. 
I think I think the more sort of interesting stuff uh, from an analysis point of view probably comes from Lois and, and Selena and them talking about why they like the men they do. And as I saw, everyone always says, "Oh, he's so Kansas. How could you like him?" And you know, they, they, they kind of go back and forth and how, yeah, he's still so Kansas and he's still so broody. Like you know, there's, there's all that sort of comparison stuff there. Uh, and you know, you, but you got your funny little moments. You, you got you know, uh, Bruce the the S it stands for hope. Uh, yeah, the, the bat stands for bat. Uh, oh, you know, things like that. And I like that. You know, Selena's onto that later. You know, he's mm. uh, told him the S. You go, did he tell yeah. you the bat stands for bat? Well, like he knows what to expect. And I just love the Batman's refrain of no. Like we're gonna go to a county fair. I'm gonna be dressed as Superman, but we're not having fun. <laughs> just, no, that's, that's basically like, what he's actually. I, I can relate to that. Oh yeah. dear. Oh man. But yeah. just the layouts uh, with Clayman's art throughout this one too. It's just fantastic. Yeah, I, I will call out a major problem on his art on the ice cream eating scene. Oh god! Yeah, it's just the repeated faces. Like that, he has for each page. You'll each character is on there twice eating mm. an ice cream, and he uses the exact same panel of art and yeah. just different dialogue. But it really bothered me. Right. It didn't bother me, but it's a fair complaint. It bothers me how Superman eats ice cream though, because you don't eat an ice cream cone like that. He's a goddamn alien. There... <laughs> He'll eat ice cream yeah, but once. he's lived here his whole life. <laughs> like, and like well well that's the thing i i think i think so do they change at all no that that's it actually no. they don't change at all over the two pages it's the same images for two pages yeah. and it just gets like really irritating uh, like, uh, I, I mean, I just, it didn't bother me like that, that i mean yeah i can see how it is but for the point in the story that it's in, they're they're walking and talking like I know it just I feel like that's that's the point where the art should be stepping up most in my opinion, where it's just dialogue and there's mm. nothing else going on. The art should be all right. Here's something visual to go with it. There should be some scene pacing with it. Whereas it, it's there in the layout. Don't get me wrong. The the the, the grids and you know yeah. the 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 figures walking between the grids on the second page as well. Mm. That stuff's good. But it really hampers the the flow when everyone seems seems completely still. See, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't notice it until later, like going back through when I'm skimming it, because I was so invested in what the script was, so what the bubbles. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm you know processing those first, and then the art second. So then when I went for my scan before we recorded, I was like, oh yeah. Those are the same faces. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it's a huge deal. I think it's a fair complaint. It's probably the biggest complaint you could probably give the book, really. Yeah, uh, probably. Er- but it, it it was it's a shame that it was on those two pages where a lot of the the conversational climax happens, and it really dragged me out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I like the end of the book. You feel like they've really done like a variety of events. You know, they went through the, the love tunnel, and like, you see how differently they, they 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 both treat that. Where you, you've got. You've got Clark and Lois dressed as Batman and Catwoman, just sort yeah. of holding each other, going, "Oh, that was nice." And then you've got Selina dressed as Lois on top of Bruce, you know, dressed as Superman, just making well, it, out as they come out. Yeah, of the it, it's tunnel. being married for ten years versus <laughs> still fresh relationship. Yeah, yeah. And, and granted, Selina and, and Bruce have been going round. Yeah, but I'm going. To, I'm, I'm going to dispute that that, that way of looking at it them. mainly because I feel like it's more of a character thing. I feel like this is no, this is just how Selina is. Selina is not yeah. the. Oh, that was lovely, uh, Bruce. Yeah, no, but maybe, you know, give it, give ten, it years. ten years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it could be because because you know, even that we know bit, that but... Lois, we know that Lois and and 
Clark weren't like that at the beginning of their relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's but like, even uh, because when, of the characters. when they're leaving and Clark says, oh, that was nice, and he's like, you think everything's yeah. nice. And then yeah. I, I think it's Lois actually says, nah, Bruce thinks things are nice too, he just doesn't admit it. Yeah. Because I thought it was Selena at first, because obviously it makes sense that she would chime in with what he thinks, but I like the idea that Lois kind of knows him enough to like, no, 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 <laughs> like, so do you, you well, just don't tell anyone. It's her job to find out things. We learned that yeah. in the last issue. Well, yeah, because that's the big yeah. thing. Is, is they're, obviously, we'll get to the, the baton here. Uh, but as they're doing that, they're talking about... Uh, he's like, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. You, you, you got this war on crime and you're, you're dating a criminal. And she's like, well, hey, pal. You, you know, you, you, Lois is you know designed to find people and you know figure things out. Mm-hmm. And you're dating her. And you, you have the biggest secret on the planet. You know, so yeah, it just, just points out. But of course, we have this, this thing, all issue, where they're debating like, yeah, like... Batman's like, ah, yeah, I, I could like, I could hit one of your balls if you throw I could me. hit one of, yeah. I could hit it off of you. Yeah. I throw it so fast you wouldn't see it. Yeah, John. Yeah, let me just. John can't even hit my pitch. She's. Yeah. So so let me just tell you, as as someone that spent some time at a at a at a, I can't want to say a batting gallery, but it's not. It's a batting cage. Um, it is deceptively fast, right? Oh, so sure. I don't I don't care how peak physical Batman is. Superman's throwing a pitch, and he's uh, going to put a, a yeah, little movement the, on it. The consideration he puts in, it's like, well, I can't throw it too fast or the ball will fall apart. You know, there's going to be right. just Which right. does not count as a strike, as Batman points out. If the ball disintegrates, it's not a strike. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's probably right on that if one. It, if it's over the plate before it disintegrates, it's a strike. I like how Matt's actually tearing apart the end, and he doesn't like that Batman can do it. That Batman no, can no, hit no. the ball. That's not the point of that scene. That point of that scene is Superman didn't throw it as hard as he could. Right, they're they're doing all. No, all, the point know. is he had it because Batman. Yeah, oh, I, I feel bitch. like it might have been that. I don't think so. And I'm Matt. the biggest. I'm the biggest hater well, no, because I, Batman. No, I feel it has to be because I think if 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 someone didn't throw it at peak, Batman would be insulted. Yeah, he'd ra- he'd rather miss it I'm, than, than. I'm saying that Superman threw one right over the plate, trying to get him to swing, and the timing was right. It, he wasn't trying to get him out. If he was trying to get him out, then this, he would have got him out. Do you know what? This might be the most bullshit internet fanboy reasoning Matt has ever brought up in this show. This honestly might be the most, like, I'm going to take this weird turn here and try and explain it through like, the back don't channels. Don't get me wrong. It is because Batman. <laughs> but as far as because Batmaning goes, this is pretty innocent. Oh, it is. It's, innocent. it's just hitting a ball. Oh, it's it not a big deal. Yeah. But, I but just, yeah. Matt, Matt, seriously, if... Matt's jumping through hoops to explain this here. I love it. I'm not jumping through hoops. That's someone that watches baseball regularly, okay? Uh, Superman has has an out pitch, all right? He grew up in Kansas. He knows how to throw. He probably throws a four-seam fastball. So if he really didn't want him to to hit it, he wouldn't have hit it. But Superman probably threw something (laughs) right over the plate. So just just to clarify your reason into a simple yeah. sentence, Batman only hit that ball because Superman wanted him to hit it. That's what you're saying. Not, no, no, not wanted him to hit it. But see again, you guys don't don't no, like baseball. No, so no, not wanted. It let him hit it. Is what you're saying? Yeah, he didn't let him hit it. He <laughs> threw it over. The, the point of baseball isn't for the pitcher to let the the hitter hit it. He just didn't throw him his out pitch. All right. <laughs> he threw him a curveball when he should have thrown him a fastball, is what I'm saying. Of course the point's not to let him hit us. They're on different right. teams. I, we understand this concept, Matt. Yeah. So, I'm not saying that Superman let him hit it. I'm just saying Superman's pitch selection wasn't that he was trying to make 
Batman miss, is all I'm saying. I, I, look, I don't think that the point of this wasn't to see if he could get it past him. It was, look, I'm going to throw it this fast and I don't believe Yeah, it's all about the speed. It's speed. not like he's saying, oh, you, you couldn't get it past my curve, my curve ball or my spin ball, you know, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't about him, oh, I've got some good pitches. It's not. Just, I can throw it at such a speed well, that you just can't do it. that's the case, then I hate it. That's, if it's because Batman, then I hate it. That's it. <laughs> It's because Batman, goddammit. And you know what? Yeah. The best thing about it is even Lois is jumping with her arms in the air, cheering oh, yeah. for Batman. Superman's <laughs> going, what, what the hell just happened? He's like, look, look, I, need, like, I need a Batman family, Superman family softball game now. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Damien and John just talking trash the whole time would be great. Can, yep. can, can we have future Tim show up? <laughs> no. He... He shows up like that streaker at one of the World Series games and is just like, get him out of here, please. Like, oh, God. But I want Keenan in there too, though. You know, I want Keenan, like, not understanding it's supposed to be for fun, so he's taking it super seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. yelling at everybody. Well, then you might as well have Booster Gold show up as well. Well, Boost, who do you think's behind the plate as the ump? It's Booster. Nice. He's gonna call it fair. Okay, he's, he's got the, yeah, he's the, he's the uh, umpire, right? Yeah, he's gonna have, have Alfred, because you never know which Alfred you're gonna get. If it's sassy Alfred, he's gonna call stuff for Superman family, and if it's not, <laughs> he's calling it for the Batman. Family. He's gonna no, advise the one way or the other. Alfred has enough integrity to to you know respect the honor of the game and go, no, no this just, is what happened. Just to swing back around to because Batman, I actually I think this is the sort of because Batman I like because it's a silly goofy little thing. It's kind of like how. Yeah. Like when Batman, Batman's out of a scene, even when Superman's there, and even Superman's like, huh? How did he do that? He I'm Superman, god damn it. <laughs> like, that's funny to me. I like that because Batman moment. But I bet Matt hates it. Because it's a nice no, little joke. Fine. Yeah, as long as there's humor to it, like there is here, like, you know. You just said you hated it. <laughs> I said it, I hated it as playing part of the character. It's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, that's amazing. I actually want I want the phrase because Batman to come up in, in, in the comics itself and continue just because I want Selena to take it and start saying because Catwoman whenever she gets one up on Batman. Yeah. That would that would because be delightful. Cat. Yeah. Because Cat. <laughs> yeah. Um I also love the probably my favorite two panels in this issue in a mm. full and like a lot of them were setting up for the pitch and Superman says up up and away. And Batman just responds, Vengeance is the night. Which is a callback, like, of course, to last issue yeah. where they said it for Yeah, trouble. but just the fact of him saying that while getting in the batter's box. <laughs> he's like, you know, Vengeance is the night. Like, he's him doing the shoulder roll, <laughs> the warm-up swing. Just... That, that, that ball like is crime. That ball is crime, really... and this bat is justice. I'm doing this. <laughs> it plays really taunting in this issue, though. It's like, yeah, Vengeance is the night. Come on, then. <laughs> I well, am the night god damn it do you know what yeah. this is this one context where him saying something goofy like I am the night would work because it's it's, yeah. it's for fun reasons it's, for, it's him poking fun at himself almost because he's he's doing the machismo thing with Superman it's all in good fun this, this is where that because sometimes writers will actually put that in seriously and it's like no I, I can't take it seriously now because he's we should be thinking this he shouldn't be thinking it but uh, right. in this context it yeah. works because it's two guys kind of like uh, you know, having a friendly rivalry, so yeah, uh, such such a great issue. Though. Delightful, King. delightful is the word I use. Uh, all right, so let's move on to Justice League number thirty-five. Christopher Priest writing, Pete Woods on art. This is the second part of his run. Uh, of course, last last issue had all sorts of things going on. We had dead nuns, we had tidal waves, and we dead had dead nun. 
Oh, oh sorry, one dead nun. Uh, apologies, no. big, big difference. Uh, <laughs> and we had uh, intergalactic people who had gotten lost, and uh, you know, just caused a bit of a, a, a ruckus without uh, meaning to. So uh, this issue. Um, we deal with the fallout of some of that, and then we have some kind of our own plot as well. And this issue has kind of convinced me that I am into Priest on this run. Uh, I'm into Priest doing Justice League. Uh, this is this is a sentence I never thought I'd say, but if I can get more scenes starting with someone in the toilet in the Watchtower, I am all for it. Because Jessica doing her business, but also reading the book and listening to Spanish music and singing it, uh, uh, was yeah. just like, okay, that, I love her. It's great. That, that that does lead into one of probably my biggest complaint of the book is oh, that God. you have like two full pages in Spanish, and I'm like, yeah, but uh, it. I mean, you can get the gist of it just from. Yeah, but see, I don't because I kind of I I, I gloss over it because I like I don't know what they're saying. So I'm kind of going. I, I don't well, know what's happening. Yeah, well, here. I, I thought the joke was that we're speaking Spanish, so it's kind of uh, it's maybe funny almost that she's she's just yelling at him in Spanish and he's kind of yelling back at her. Yeah, yeah. I know. I see. I get it, but I just feel like I'm missing out. If I could speak another language, I'd probably be yelling in it when I get scaled off the toilet seat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I I was fine with it, and that's someone I can read Spanish. I mean, I took enough of it in school that I can. Yeah, I can get by, but uh, I mean, I, it's, I all you need to know is what's on the page. Like, there's nothing. He doesn't explain who he is. He just says why he's there, and it ultimately doesn't matter because you find that out later. Oh yeah, uh, you know? I, I get that. I'm, I'm essentially I'm just looking at the art, and I'm I'm not even. It, it's just a little bit too long. I don't mind it when they do this every so often. You know, for a little bit, you get a bit in a different language, and it's like, okay, you get what was there. I feel it's just a bit too much of it in one yeah, okay. go, where I feel like there's like two full pages of me just skimming through. Okay, maybe one page would have been better than two. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, that's fine. Uh, so his thing, his whole thing, is that he he's actually a bounty hunter, and uh, Batman and Wonder Woman were actually retrieving her sword. Batman was doing his whole disguise thing pretend to be a cop and this cop was like arguing with Wonder Woman he's like hey this was your sword that was taken from you and murdered someone and you know he's, he's doing the whole thing like it's like okay I feel like there's going to be repercussions from this and obviously it, it comes up where Wonder Woman blames herself because her sword she's starting to feel a bit of a a bit of regret because it feels like she's always fighting and using her fist rather than you know doing what she wants to be doing and like you know spreading compassion and all that kind of thing and Batman's like no it's my fault it was my plan so you really get the follow I, I, I kind of like that this issue for the most part it's the, the Trinity or on the league kind of debating about what went wrong and they're kind of like all worried that they're they're not doing their jobs properly and it's actually the rest of the team that saved the day and like take care of the, the crisis if you will plus wally wally's there too <laughs> yeah. it could flash in this well, one well, well, wally's found some cockroaches wally found some cockroaches and barry's uh coaching the, the high school team the uh the basketball team yeah i like that i thought that was fun There's sorry a i was I was using Google Translate to find out what they were saying, <laughs> just to see if I was that, right. That was a lot. That, yeah, that was a lot of uh, that translating. Then, if you, if you, unless you skip. Have, you, the have end. you got one of the ones that you, you just? I got the app. You yeah, you just, camera. I just the whole page. Yeah, you just oh, cool. the camera, lining up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah basically. Man, technology's all. getting good. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty scary, though. I, like, I like the, uh, the 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 new Google phone, where. You, you just, just if, yeah. if someone if it speaks into it in a different language, it translates it for you. And yeah, it, I've heard of this. You, it, uh, yeah, we're at Star Trek level there. At Universal. We are. Uh, it's yeah. like yeah. the only thing that would be better if, if it's just so so live that it just covers their voice completely as they're talking. That is the only improvement. Then. That's the next step. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh man. Anyway, wait, wait, wait. so so they have to hunt these bugs, which can kind of like have a hive mind, and we actually get some big monster action. And I think that's actually what impressed me about this book. It was do- giving me all these slice of life moments. It was giving me more of the drama between the big things, but it was all it did also give me some fun big monster fighting in a city as well at the same time. And it didn't feel forced to me. I was actually kind of into it, and it brought up some of these interesting little beats. I really liked because uh, the guy, sh- you know, the alien shapeshifts. You know, Glenn, I think his name is. Uh, yeah. So he looks normal, and we'll talk about who he mentions. Uh, we'll, I'm, not, I'm not forgetting that. <laughs> But he, you know, there's a nice moment where Cyborg says, hey, you, you just sort of picked what you look like to, to blend in. Why did you pick a black man? And he's like, never occurred to me why not to. So, so, why not to, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I liked him asking that question. That was a, a really cool little touch. Um, but yeah, so that who, who he mentions, of course. He shows up and he's like, I'm looking for John. And Jessica's like, John Stewart? Which makes sense. That's the, the, the first John that she would... Yeah, that's the one that she knows. Yeah. And he's like, John Jones. I'm like, John, 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 John Jones. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's so, just so I got of to that page. Realization. And I let you guys know, I go, man, Justice League. This <laughs> is doing something cool. And I half expected him to show up at the, by the end. Right. Like this is a tease, know. right? He's showing up at some point. He has to. Yeah. yeah. The return. They're floating. If they're floating the name out there like this, he has to be popping up at some point. Yeah. Uh, which is delightful. And I like this new character too. I like Glenn. Glenn Glenn's a fun Justice Ooh. League side character. Like, you know, next time Bro Starro, Star Bro, that's his new name, Star Bro, attacks. Yeah. I want I want Glenn <laughs> to show up. Yeah, no, I'm 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 okay with that. Uh no, I, I thought this was a pretty solid issue again. Uh mm-hmm. possibly even a little bit better than the first one, actually. And I like the first one quite a bit. Okay. Well, I like uh, the beginning stuff with Wonder Woman, like the fact like this man was yeah. killed with her sword. Yeah, you know, I like that, that there really... is, you know, it, it doesn't just brush over these things because I feel like that was a, a really big problem with Hitches. Yeah, just it was like no, nothing mad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and obviously here there's another story going on, and it's but it's doing this proper serialized thing where it's telling its sort of issue story, but this thing comes back at the end where the footage, like the ca- the body camera footage from one of the SWAT team, leaks like to the the news. And this footage goes all over the, the, the world of this sword yeah. being used to kill a nun. Uh, you know, it ends with that poignant moment of them turning off the, the, the monitor. It looks so, yeah. it, it's setting up kind of its, its themes, and I think I'm really excited about how, what he's going to explore. I feel like between the Wonder Woman scene, and then of course just the overall thing of the, the public perception of the Justice League because of yeah. this, and then the little moment again with Cyborg and Glenn, I feel like, no, I feel like Priest is actually going to explore things. It's not just going to be, oh, here's a big monster for me to fight and it'll be fun. Yeah. Like, no, I feel like he's actually going to do it things It doesn't for the need story. to be the flagship, so he's going to do yeah. cool character stuff. Yeah. And that, that's what you should be doing when it's like this. I mean, I feel like Morrison kind of did that in some of his runs. Like, yeah, you had mm. the big, huge things, but you also got the Kyle Rayner moments in there, you know? Mm. Yeah. So... And uh, yeah. like I said, yeah, it doesn't skip on the humour either because you have stuff like Jess no. in the toilet. You have stuff where yeah. Kid Flash is complaining that his first Justice League mission is hunting for cockroaches. He's like, yeah, yeah I don't know if and I want to do this. Ultimately, it's like, could have just told us he was a pink cockroach. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, art's pretty solid for the most part. The mm. one little weird moment is uh, just, I think it's like a couple of pages after the, the Spanish stuff. Mm. Uh, Jessica, she's at the bottom. The Does Green Lantern symbol just yeah, gone. I noticed just that. Black yeah, symbol. yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they fix that for the trade. That was a weird. I wonder if we we're trying to make some sort of lighting effect, but it's, it's but it's made of light, so you it should know, always be there. I feel like because obviously this is all done digitally. A lot of the mm. art now. Yeah. I assume it's a layering issue, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, it's, yeah, maybe. Because it's usually black for the the background, then white, and then the green. Yeah. I feel like they just put the black on the top accidentally. I that. Well, I went back. I was like, yeah. did she have her circle there? 
Oh, yeah, it was there in the earlier ones. Yeah, for the rest yeah. of them. Maybe it was just an art mistake. No, like, just you just forgot one yeah. time. I never it's went back and checked the previous, but I never noticed it, and it was definitely there for the rest of the book, so... You know. Yeah, no, it's, it's there before as well. Yeah. Uh, no, that's fair. Uh, I, like I said, with the first issue, I think, yeah, the art is solid. I like how consistent it feels. Uh, some t- there's the odd kind of face that I feel doesn't fit his style. It's not even like he does it badly, it's just that the style doesn't necessarily fit certain expressions to sometimes. Yeah, the one that stands out to me in this issue is uh, when Kid Flash sees the, the cockroaches eat the dog, and he's kind of doing yeah. like a, a wrenching sort of motion, but it just looks a bit funny. Yeah, But mm-hmm. on the whole, though, it's a very solid uh, uh, book art-wise as well, so... Yeah. No. And uh, so I, I'm, I'm officially like I, I was. I was already on board, really. But like I'm, I'm now excited about Justice League. I'm excited about the next issue. It's nice, yeah. isn't it? It's very nice. It's nice to be excited about. Uh, so we'll move on. We'll move on to Green Lantern's number thirty-seven. Uh, speaking of Simon and Jess, uh, Tim Seeley writing, Carlo uh, Barberi on art, and this is them getting a call from uh, Elizabeth Vock, of course, the the uh, the, the alien hottie that <laughs> that Simon's. Uh, been having the feelings for since we had yeah. that, that first story from from Seeley. and they're there because of the murder and they're there because uh, they've got a bit of a crisis some teenagers some Hungarian teenagers have snuck into the Molite Slayer and everyone thinks they've been kidnapped uh, we may actually get in there though we find out that the, the, the teenagers broke in to cause chaos they ended up killing or stepping on like some of the eggs of the the Molites like an entire generation and yeah, apparently in the, the Molite race the culture uh, it makes the mothers go into like a fit of rage. So they actually, because Simon and Jess get attacked at one point when they sneak into the yep. sewers, and like the, you get all these angry molites attacking them. Uh, so we've got all this thing, but we know it was actually someone who planted the evidence. We know it's someone else, yeah. and we get a bit more of that towards the end when we get the big reveal, uh, which of course is that Elizabeth Vock and uh, Simon do hook up, and it's all, it's all very, it's a very nice scene actually. I thought uh, you can tell as soon as she walks in the robot. Okay, I know where this is going. Um, yeah. But it all works quite well, uh, as does Jesse's thing, as as well as like the the training with the commander at one point, and like, hey, I need some more sparring partners, and they they, they suit up, and Jess puts on like gladiator like armor, and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah cool. but Simon Simon looks like an Arabian. He does, yeah. Raider. Yeah, I that was a, a fun. I, I've noticed in the last couple months we've seen we've actually seen Simon be more yeah. into his Islamic culture. Yeah, because yeah. we saw priest. He was he was doing his prayers, and then. Here we see him right before, uh, what's her name comes in. You just said it, Lizeth young Vok. girl. Yeah, Vok. Lizeth Vok. Yeah. Before Lizeth comes in, he's doing his prayers too. So, you know, that was it's pretty cool. That they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. no, it's cool. Uh, but then she reveals that the the Red Tide, which is basically this uh, nationalist group who are against immigrants yeah. and they want you know just pure Ungarans. Uh, they planted the evidence, and she knows this because she's a member. Uh, now I feel like she's probably turned over a new leaf, and she's like sort of coming over a bit. Uh, yeah, this 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 kind of fell flat uh, for me. This reveal, yeah. Because Ooh. on one hand, okay, if she is you know actually part of them, I don't buy that she tells him after just this amount of a relationship. There's not enough there mm-hmm. for me to buy it. If she's not, it's a really misleading sentence just for the sake of a cliffhanger, and I don't. Really well, it like says, it. Uh, I'll, it I'll, says I am Red Tide. Yeah, yeah as if she implying like she's the, the leader almost as well, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say it implies that, but to tackle that first point you made uh, about them not being together enough, I would argue that maybe it's not about that she feels comfortable enough to tell him now because of you know because of the relationship. I think it's that she wants to tell someone, and he's just the best person. Maybe to do it with. I just it, maybe it'll go into that, and that'll yeah. be better. But right now, I just kind of don't buy it. 
Um, yeah. I, honestly, I never really felt anything one way or the other about this. I never, never bothered me. I kind of groaned. It was very, it's very tropey, isn't it? I'm like, ugh, okay. This, well, this. not just that. It's you know, Celia's writing like this is almost ripped from the headlines with some of the stuff that's going on, and the fact like they're calling the the Green Lanterns universalists. You know, like there, there's some. Yeah. There's some comparison to the word globalist. And whatnot, and with the Molites and Angara and all this other type of stuff, you know. So I get that. I just it's weird when you do it with alien cultures and try to to fit that in, because her whole thing, right, was she was like this pop star that was preaching peace, but then you find out that she's part of this violent nationalist movement, and it just it's it's weird. Like it kind of comes out of left field. Uh, it doesn't line up for me at the minute. And yeah, I'm not, not I, don't know, I feel I feel like right now all it is is one line, and I'm like I'm sure they'll ex- explore this more, and we'll see, you know, the context of it uh, as it goes on. I don't know. I, I mean, I enjoyed this quite a bit. There's almost nothing I have to complain about. Yeah, uh, just just one coloring issue that I had is uh, when they're down in the the sewers tunnels. Mm-hmm. Um, they they've got the green lights on, but it makes them look red. Like they just look red, like like the uh, the others, and it just they actually just the coloring looked really weird yeah. to me. There is some stuff down there that's quite nice, though. Some good silhouette stuff uh, when they're down the tunnels. Uh, sneaking there is. About. There is. It's only a couple of panels yeah. here or there where they look red, mm-hmm. and and then it's. Yeah, I took cool. it they were they were masquerading as Angarans. Like that was maybe something the rings can do. Suddenly, that's how I just read it. I didn't even think it was a coloring issue. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know if it, I, I did like that they, they they had like green lantern suits like to look like workmen's outfits. So I thought that was a pretty yeah. nice. Yeah, I think that's why touch. I'm questioning because you, you, I think yeah. you you might be right because they kind of mention, oh yeah, well we were in disguise, and I assume that was just the uniforms. But because because again, like why would the ring turn them red? I, I don't. Yeah. That, I, I don't have an answer I, for that. I mean, but, I never. Yeah, that's. I just took that out there. I was like, okay, that's weird, and then it's gone by the time they. Take on their no, 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 that's it. Because you know, he says, "Oh, drop the disguise," and then they go back to. So you, you actually might be right, but even if they are, if you are, that's still weird. (laughs) Yeah, that's very weird. Because like (laughs) we haven't seen that at all before. Yeah, in in Green Lantern books, like it could have come in handy in numerous adventures, but yeah, Uh, weird. Honestly, look at him. Um. Because, because, <laughs> because I've just gone back and looked, and you can see it before they go inside the, the tunnel. As let's well. hit it, Seely. Let's get Seely. Hit him up on on the Twitter, and we'll ask him. I don't know. I feel like I've harassed him enough on Twitter about mistakes. <laughs> no. All right. well, no. it. Honestly, I feel like it's just the coloring is maybe just a touch too strong. I think that's yeah. That's... This is it. No, I think Matt might be onto because they're they're on it. They're red outside as well. And then it's as soon as they said, oh, you know, they think we're in Garen's drop the disguise, that they're back to normal. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see the change. Oh, there is a clear change, actually. When you look at Simon at the bottom of that page, yeah. compared to the panels before it, yeah, it's, it's a completely different so, shade. So Ring can make them change their skin tone now? Um... Is it, this, this is a thing now, apparently? Yes. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I, I think maybe... I would say no. It feels weird. I feel like that's no, just a color mistake, no, it, and that's, it that's feels easier. Weird and wrong, but the color I, mistake. I, 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 we're gonna have to ask Seely. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, oh, Seely. I know we bother you a lot, oh, but don't, don't, he's gonna blacklist his car or stop it. We'll stop invite it. him on the show, and he can defend <laughs> himself. Uh, 
I did like the issue a lot, though. I, I like the whole okay. murder mystery element of it. I like them working together. Uh, I, I liked uh, Jessica's whole thing about asking, like, oh, how do you do this? And, you know, I, I, I always want to ask Batman and Superman this, but I, I never want Flash to think I'm lame, so uh, I'll ask you mm-hmm. since no one else is around. Uh, it's just the idea of, like, oh, because you, you you worry about the little things, and if you're a leader, if you're someone who's making these calls, you, you can only think of the big the big picture. You can't think of the little things, otherwise you'll just go mad. Yeah, and I like that that applies to the, the, the podfather as well, where, mm. you know, he's given himself up because he's, you know, thinking of the bigger picture, whereas he, he knows he didn't really do it, but... Yeah. It plays into it nicely. The thematically, the two leaders are actually very similar. And I like this. This was all set up, and it was sort of bubbling underneath the other plot for a while, and then it came back to it. I, I really like that. I, I yeah. like how Celia's kind of setting up the run, uh, and bouncing, bouncing around things. I think I think Angara needs a little bit of Sinestro just to whip him into shape. <laughs> just stop. Oh sure, man. Right, nice. Yeah, get, get, get uh, the, the dictator. Needs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that could that could definitely blow up. And he could just end up ruling Angara because I really like what he's doing. <laughs> now, amusingly, uh, we're moving on to Nightwing. And the reason why I say amusingly is because, obviously, uh, Green Lanterns and Nightwing swap writers. Uh, and yep. what I think is funny is I think Seeley is like kind of hinting uh, or showing the promise that he might be better on Green Lanterns than Humphreys was. But I actually think from the first, this first Nightwing, 35, which Sam Humphreys is writing and Bernard Chang is on art, that Humphreys might end up being a better Nightwing writer than Seeley was. Potentially, because I feel like I, I was really into this issue. I like most of what it's doing. Uh, I like the, the build of this villain, the judge that they're, they're setting up, and uh, I like Dart a lot as well, which is not really Humphreys yeah. uh, necessarily. Yeah, but... Honestly, I think the the biggest benefit between the two writers mm-hmm. is for a lot of Seeley's stuff, he was calling back to Grayson, and it yeah. played on. It, it, yeah. it was just the next step of that story. Still, whereas this actually feels like a fresh story now. It does. So it does feel fresh. In in that sense. And it's not necessarily that it's better, but it's definitely easier to jump onto from the start. Um, I don't know. I, I just I feel like, and I, obviously I like Seely's Nightwing. I, you know, I, I was enjoying it the, pretty much the whole way through. The, you know, start yeah, to yeah. finish. But I don't know. I feel like I'm just I'm liking the tone of this issue. I'm liking the the feel of the I city. And um, you know, something that you you mentioned on art, and just to go back to, I mentioned on the the first issue of Seely on Green Lanterns. Mm. I kind of mentioned how oh, it's the same artist. I was a little disappointed that there wasn't a a shift mm. to, to indicate that there's a new run whereas here no it's very clearly different it's, it's like, very no, no, different this yeah. is a different this is a different story different tone different it, art. yeah it's playing with the whole idea of the night lights of the city there's a lot of that in the background uh mm-hmm. throughout yeah um night wings are a little bit bulkier uh less that, like... that first page is beautifully purple yes <laughs> yeah a lot of neon yeah. and all that kind of thing yeah uh it's really really no, I, I like this a lot and obviously it's not disregarding the previous run so Vaboda is still a main thing here that they're using, he's yeah, using her. It's still... Silly left him in a left Nightwing in a good spot for yeah. Humphreys to do what he needed to do. You yeah. know, he kind of closed out some other things, so it could feel fresh, uh, yeah. like with the Raptors. But you know, Svoboda being there—that's that, some nice continuity between yeah. arcs. And he's he's got a new gig. He's got a new sort of uh, gym that he, he trains people at. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. not, doing, don't, not doing super well yet. He's only got three people, and one of them's pissed that it's not private lessons. Uh, yeah. But uh, well, I, I and did... just the whole culture of of Bloodhaven, where you can just give people money, mm. and they, you know, as a as a tip, quote unquote. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought well, that was a, a nice 
Also, I really like uh, when we were introduced to this idea, and we got even the floor plan is one of the panels of the thing. It says Nightwing in the back and business in the front. And I actually laughed because it made me think of his mullet from the 90s. Yep. That <laughs> yeah. couldn't have been an accident. No. And, I, 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 and speaking of things for fans of Dick, there is a, a phenomenal yeah. ass shot as he gets into the ice bath. I thought you said fans of Dick. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> That's fans of ass, I think you'll find, sir. Yes, yes. Uh, no, no, this is good stuff. And I, I'm liking this This villain, the judge, who... Uh, they, they have some flashbacks to indicate that, you know, Dick's run into him a couple of times before. Yep. And this idea that he can just whisper something to you and give you the gold chip, uh, the, the, the gold poker chip, and he, he can make you do something. So we see this old woman at the casino just stab the dealer uh, like it's nothing. Yeah, he gives you what you want, you know? Yeah. And, and... Man... That uh, I feel like that tree, the justice tree, that was planted in Blue Haven. That's such a cool concept. I wonder how yeah, that's going to come into play. Well, he mentions the, there's something wrong with the leaves, true. and he's he's, he's asking yeah. for body to look into it's, it. So it's so kind of on the nose symbolic, isn't it? Hmm. But yeah, it's it's I'm damn down for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that's what Batman's baseball bat's made out of. Wood from the justice tree. That's right. how he hit that ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, he needed a magic bat to hit Superman's fastball. Makes sense. <sighs> This is this is bordering on like propaganda from you, Matt, at times. It really is. <laughs> can, can we talk about just how hench Dick is? You know, like that scene where he's where he's in the gym and oh, he's just yeah. got the, the two weights on either hand. I love just, it. Just go and he's like he's huge. So wait, what what does hench mean? Hench like, just means built. Yeah, built, yeah, chunky, really, really bulky, okay. really chunky Dick. Because gotcha. yeah. I saw you say that in the Star Wars thread about Kylo. Yeah, and those scenes. Oh, that's that not built. He just has a weird body where his his body's really wide, and then his body looks. Like, do you know that oh thing? no, no, he yeah. is stacked. No, yeah. he is, but it I'm is. saying it's not just that. It's more than this. Yeah. Other people who are muscly don't yeah. have this weird proportion oh, yeah. problem. Like that's not why I brought it up. I no, but that's the thing though. If if, if, if he Ka- said it again here, if that scene with Kylo from that movie was in a comic book, I'd I'd fault the artist and say, no, you did something wrong there. That looks. <laughs> no, r- we've already <laughs> seen that. Yeah, it's Liefeld's. Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Sitting in the theatre watching Star Wars and I'm like, wait, who did dart on this? This is wrong. The, the proportions Adam, are off. Adam Driver just has such a strange body. He looks he like this lanky, uncoordinated fool, yet he's huge, but so br- like far too broad. Uh, I don't like, know. It, it makes, well, I, was, it, I, I just didn't know what Hench was, so it's basically he's yoked. I actually... Yeah. On the art, I actually do, do. I'm liking just a slightly different uh, look to the the Nightwing mm-hmm. suit. Uh, just you know, the, the thicker symbol, not the thin stripes. Instead, yeah. I prefer. So yeah. uh, it's just a personal taste thing. It's not really that it's better necessarily, but you're uh, saying you I like, like thicker dick than thinner dick. I'm saying I like thicker dick than thinner dick. Yes. <laughs> Get that drop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, dear. Um, I'm really glad to have Chang around. I really like his art. Yeah. I've been yeah. a fan for a while, so it's it's. I feel I've not seen him in a while. Uh, is it? I think he was doing a, a Batman Beyond for a while, right? Yeah, he's doing Batman Beyond, and then I was like, I just recently read an issue with this type of art, and that was Wonder Woman: The Circle that we read for the. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. That one week. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, so he finds out about the judge. He talks to uh, Guppy. The, the, uh, the, the shark fellow, the shark gentleman, yeah. and again, never questioned once why there was a shark-headed never. guy walking around. Never. No, I just, just went with it, didn't I? But that's the thing. We've already yeah. had Orca. We've already had you know various yeah. you know 
Bloodhaven attracts these fellas. Gorilla Grim had, you know... Yeah, that's what I mean. I just You just accept it, and it's cool. You got him running around, and you find out about his dad. You know, his dad was some... What was it again? Stallings on that finds the page, yes. Uh, Connor, so the big cliffhanger at the end, though, is yes. that uh, the judge has gotten to his Vaboda and she shoots Dick off the roof. Yeah. I love the way this sequence plays out. Like, it, it just mm. the, the, in the, the structure of the art and the panel layout. Well, I, I think a big part you, you... of it as well is you have the narration from the judge throughout the issue, sort of talking about how he's coming after Nightwing and how like, he doesn't know he's yeah. coming. And... It plays so well because you focus in on the gun, you know, on that, that, you know, it goes just to the bold colours. And then mm. you have you know Nightwing falling off at the top, and then you know the the title come up, and then you know as it comes down, it's the, it's the, it's the bright night lights again behind him of the city as he's falling. Oh, it just looks really pretty. Colors are gorgeous. And what I like about it is the whole, the whole issue. You feel that like the judge is aware of Nightwing. He's coming for him, and Nightwing's not going to see it coming. And at the, at the end of the issue, that you actually see it play out. You see the moment where yep. he did not see it coming, and Svoboda yep. shoots him, and she's got the gold chip. Just, I mean, I think you get it anyway, but it, just to make you sure you know she has that yeah. gold chip. Yeah, yeah, it shines. I think it's nice because it, it stops it being like a, a false cliffhanger. There's yeah. no, oh, next issue just, oh, she had the gold chip. I mean, because we, we'd assume that anyway, but there's no, oh, maybe she's gone right. Yeah, I wouldn't have faulted it because I feel like there's enough information in the book to guess what why she's done it. There but, is, there uh, is. But it, it doesn't even bother pretending that's an option. It's just like, yeah, no, that's no, fair. we don't even want no, you I to just, consider that. If he's giving you, if the judge gives you what you want and she just wants Nightwing to be gone, then that's the way to do it, you know? She, yeah. she tries to shoot him. And but what I was gonna say about Guppy is it said that his dad was King Sturgeon, and he was mutated by some amulet, you know. But so he's been running around. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I can't say I had much knowledge on Guppy before this. So no, either did I. So I don't know if he was an established character that they just used because he looks cool. I feel like he probably is. Uh, I feel I mean, like any time there's a little character list that pops up, I'm always like, that's been pulled out of some random issue of Detective I, Comics I, from I, I the seventies. I love 70s. how many fish people DC has. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. so to Aquaman. I know, you're King Shark in that one, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but just, I mean, just even on land. It's, it's just the way that Svoboda says it. He says, yeah, his eyes King Surgeon, some old school bad guy mutated by an aquatic amulet or something dumb like that. Just like the way that she dismisses it. Hmm. Uh, but it's, it's, it's normal for the blood, so. Yeah, I uh, no, I like this issue a lot. I'm actually really, because you know, I was a little bit you know nervous before. I was like, oh, what if this isn't as good? And I, I'm like, Nightwing is kind of like not a great book anymore. And you know, immediately I was kind of drawn into it, and I was I'm really into it's it. Got, so. It's got real style. It's got potential. I'm feeling potential There's, for this run. What What's funny is Nightwing's been the one character that since I started getting back into comics, I've always read that book. Like mm. I've dropped Flash at a certain point when Venditti was writing it. And, I've read, I dropped Superman. But I've always had Dick Grayson in one book or another, whether it was Grayson or Nightwing. Well, you, you can't not um, have or Batman. Dick. You can't you can't give up Dick. Yeah. Always need Dick. Gotta have hands full of Dick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Go have your monthly dose. Yeah. Your monthly dose of Dick. Yeah. Swallow it right up, Matt. Uh, no. So. <laughs> are, we, are we ever gonna get bored of these? The, no. the dick jokes never get old. I'm sorry. Well, they're, we're, they're great. We're about twelve, right? <laughs> it feels that way at times. 
Anyway, uh, so the, the only thing I'd add on to Nightwing before we move on is that I guess we shouldn't have been worried because I think the big thing is like, you know, when, when they announced he was leaving Green Lanterns to do this, he's like, I didn't necessarily want to leave Green Lanterns, but I was offered like the, the, the dream gig. And the idea that this is someone he's always wanted to write is maybe why it is so good. Like maybe, maybe why people weren't as hot on Humphreys when he was doing stuff at Marvel. Maybe he just hadn't got the character that he really loved yet. And it was like all the ideas he'd ever yeah. had to pour into them. So... You know, maybe that's maybe that's it. I mean, but we enjoyed Green Lanterns. He did yeah. quite well in that after he the first. He was solid on Green Lanterns. So, don't yeah. me wrong, but and that was up till then. That was the best thing I've ever read from him by far. This this uh, already, I feel like uh, maybe it's the the added extra. You know, the art that's working more for me as well yeah, with the style. But I feel like I'm going to enjoy this more than I did his, his Green Lanterns. Yeah, um, I feel like Silly and Humphreys are both benefiting from swapping books, which is actually kind of weird, yep. but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. great. Uh, so that takes out to Batwoman number 10. We'll be a little bit quicker on these last two. Uh, we, we have we talked at length about a lot of these books. Uh, Batwoman number 10, uh, Margaret Bennett writing Fernando Blanco and Mark Laming both on art. This is the end of the Scarecrow arc uh, where she formed into a Batwoman monster man thing at the end of the last issue. Uh, Cora didn't read these last two books even though he does read them. I, I ran out of time. My, my sleeping yeah. schedule has been kind of awful. I, I woke up 15 minutes before we were due to record this, <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I'm not fitting yeah. those in. I just wanted to point that out before people wonder why Connor's been so quiet uh, as we're talking gotcha. about these. Uh, so, um, I didn't love this arc of Batwoman. I, I definitely liked the first arc a lot more, uh, and I think a big part of that may be the art. <laughs> not that the art here's bad, it's just that that, yeah. that first arc with Epting was... Uh, it's hard to beat up things art. It was beautiful, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. I, I do think that some of the, the monster stuff felt a little like the first the first like chunk of this book where she's just the monster and she's sort of like you know terrorizing and oh. until she runs into of course uh, Sophia and uh, uh, we can finally get her meeting there. And obviously, I like that she's not sure if that was real, and then she realizes at the end of this year, oh no, she was really here. She's involved in this. I, I like that reveal. Um, yeah. But th- this was a very odd kind of issue because it wrapped up kind of the main the main sort of crisis quite early on and then a lot of it was like the follow-up to it it was you know you know kane showing up and like debating with her about you know oh well like so you traded the symbol of ours for the bat you're already obsessed with this one like you know are you really that much better yeah. um so you know. it shows that's what kate does though she latches on to an idea and then she turns herself into that idea yeah so you know uh when she was dealing with tragedy she became this you know she was hooked on on, it never was drugs, right? It's just alcohol. Like, what? Because he keeps telling her, "What are you gonna do? Are you gonna hide? You gonna hide at the bottom of a bottle again?" Oh yeah, yeah, he it's just, that, yeah, just alcohol, I think, yeah. But yeah, but it was never drugs. Right? I, I, I thought, assuming you said that, I thought you meant like the, the whole yeah. thing, the last couple of issues. No, it was like it was Scarecrow. Like, no, it wasn't booze. No, 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 I'm talking about her past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I just misheard you. And I was like, no, it wasn't gotcha. just booze. Like that doesn't make it turn into a monster. Yeah. No. Well, some people. Yeah, I, I mean, figuratively. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so she goes chasing all these things, and you know, first it was the booze, and then it was Safia, and then it was you know, training, and then it was becoming Batwoman, and she can never just be herself. And I but, like that Jacob like questions her on that, like. Who are you at the end of the day? They're really setting up this thing where I feel like, you know, the Gotham Knights are going to fall apart and her own book, The Solicit for March, was very kind of like, oh, we're, we're getting to sort of dark Kate where she's kind of yeah. ostracized from the group and, and whatnot. Uh, so they're definitely setting up, there definitely seems to be a plan with Batwoman for the next little while, what they've got yeah. set up going forward. That's good because I feel like you just can't ever be the woman version of Batman. Oh, of course. You know, yeah. kind of going around the globe and you need to make her unique as, you know, as Dick Grayson is from Bruce. And yeah, because 
because even in this issue, she, she, there was one point where she's, oh, Batman wouldn't do this, but I would. Batman wouldn't do this, I but would. I would. And then eventually exactly. she ends with, you know, and Batman wouldn't kill, but I. And she, she sort of doesn't get to say it, but it's definitely yeah. teasing the idea that she is the one Bat character who might break, I mean, all in Red Hood, of course, but, uh, but you know, proper Bat character who might break those rules. Uh, yeah, Because exactly. she's more of a soldier so... than, than uh, the rest of them are. But... Uh, uh, I, I, just some of the some of the hallucination stuff, I felt like went on a bit too long. I think the arc would have benefited by maybe being an issue shorter than it was. Yeah, I I really want to know about these many uh, many hands death, like because mm. you have the brain, you have the heart, and you have all this. So, like, I think that's a really cool new organization that we don't usually get. Like, even in Grayson with Spiral, you kind of hinted at that. Like, there was this evil group, but I like the idea that this exists in in the DCU. You don't you don't get that too too much anymore. Uh, no, so uh, I thought it was a decent issue. I thought it was a decent arc overall, but definitely paled in comparison, yeah. I think, to the first one. So I'm, I'm hoping the next issue uh, onwards hits as well. I'm never upset that I read that woman, but there have been some issues where I was like, okay, I'm glad yeah. this is monthly. Yeah, yeah, not a double shipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That said, if it gets back to feeling like it did in the first arc, then I'll, I'll, I'll start being a lot more enthusiastic. Uh, yeah. But that was, that was Batwoman number 10, uh, which will take us on to the last book of the week, which is Aquaman number 31, Dan Abnett writing. Um, we've lost Cedric, we've now got Ricardo Federici on art. Now, obviously, yeah, I didn't know that until I opened it. I was like, oh man. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I didn't know it was this issue specifically, but I knew it was coming soon. Yeah. I knew we were sort of around that time where it was going to happen. And... I think the interesting thing about the art is, one, the art's still very good. It's not bad art by yeah. any means. Uh, but I think what's really notable to me, and I'm glad about this, is that it seems like, no, no, that, that Cedric shift in art, everyone responded to that really positively. So they've said, no, no, that is the style going forward. The colouring that's here yeah. is similar to that colouring. The style, it's not the exact, is quite as good, but it's a very similar style to what it, he was doing. Even Dolphin looked similar to Cedric's. Yeah. yeah. The way that she's, with, with the... the the colour of the blonde hair and, yeah. you know, her hands and feet. Which is funny because I actually think one of the, the colouring changes is actually her, her hands and feet are a bit more blue. The, the blue's blue is a bit stronger. Yeah. But the overall desaturated, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. look to the, the ocean, which I really like from his art, is still here. So I'm glad they're making it feel consistent and I'm liking that they've gotten away from what we had for so long. Uh, yeah. Since the start of Johnsy's run back at the New 52. They'd kept yeah. that for... Which... I, I'm feeling it uh, when I finish this issue that Abnett has really left his fingerprints on Aquaman mm. going forward, which I don't think you could have said. Like you, you had the the David era in the '90s with the hook hand, yeah. But until John's really nothing, it just kind of he he was kind of like the ocean where he just ebbed and flowed with whatever. Even the John's run, you kind of felt like he was directionless. Like he wanted to do Atlantis stuff, but. Yeah. Kind of not really. Well, I, so. I, th- I think what I've loved about since since issue twenty five is this exploration of Atlantis is more of an actual city with yep. parts to it and different people on it. Like and, a culture. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been digging that, and I I, I like this issue as well. I, I liked what it's doing. I like the idea that the I mean, uh, what was his name? Uh, Vilco actually references that he's basically being Batman in the ocean. He's like uh, taking some lessons from that scary one from Gotham, eh? <laughs> like, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, he's calling it on it. Well, also, I love where he goes, you know, I can be your advisor. He's like, you were my advisor, and I trusted you, and you betrayed me mm. if you don't remember. And I like that they're calling back to Throne of Atlantis. Like, yeah. Because you see yeah. him saving this group of people. Basically, like, Wrath's men are just going to start murdering people they don't like. Yeah. And they're working their way squad. through. Yeah. They're working yeah. their way down. They're on the seventh trade right now, and they're working their way down to the ninth. And King Shark's kind of taking the reins in the ninth trade. 
And all the albums. Ultimately, the plan though uh, that he's convinced of, because he's refusing that he's not he's not going to be king when this is done. He's fighting to like break yeah. him free from the reign of wrath, but he does not want to be king. And you get the idea that uh, the 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 widows from the the widow tower are like, oh, we want Mira right. to be uh, uh, yeah, be queen and be be so, the ruler of Atlantis. But and that's kind of always what they wanted from the beginning of this, where mm. you know, kind of when I stopped reading the first time was. With the the sisterhood stuff, where it's like, well, no, Mara, like, you you need to go through these traditions. You know, that's your job as as queen. And little did we know that they were just priming her to actually take over for Arthur. Yeah. Should you know? Because that's that was their preferred. And I feel like Atlantis could use that change. You know, if if not Arthur, then it should be. And I also, Orm's still kicking around somewhere. He is. I, I haven't mean... seen him since Forever Evil, but. Yeah, he's no, kicking around. It's worth mentioning, and then Moses face. Uh, oh God, the, the name. Uh, his guard who who is on still on his side. We found out Merc. just recently. Sorry, Merc. Merc, yeah, Merc, Merc, yeah, yeah. Merc. That's it. Uh, yeah, like we found out recently, he's still on his side, and we didn't see him this issue. What's he up to? What's he no. doing? Uh, so, all, all very curious. Um, and of course, the whole plan is that he goes. Arthur goes to King Shark and is like, hey, they're going to come down here and they're going to start murdering you. Like, they don't care. They just want to like, commit genocide. Oh. We, If you actually help us, if you come with the resistance, you can fight back. And, you know, our enemy, we've got a the common enemy. Yeah. So, I, I, I really like that idea. Uh, and, of course, the end of the issue, uh, Dolphin and someone else find Mira. Uh, Mira's been kept alive because, as we know from the last issue, when she went through the, 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 the thorns, uh, something went wrong. The magic wasn't quite right and now she can't breathe underwater. So, yep. They've got her in like a sort of Atlantis tank thing for oxygen breathers. She's and, running out of air. And it's running out. She's, she's, she's yeah. you know, so... Uh, so Mira's finally interacting with the main uh, cast of the, the the plot that we've had since uh, 25. So yeah. it's pretty cool. And I like that too because they have been a part in... They keep mentioning that the reason that that Aquaman's doing this is so he can get back to Mira. Because he just wants to go live in the lighthouse, kind of be done with Atlantis and be a superhero. Yep. And so the fact now that she's there but not... You know, I, I feel tragedy is along their way. Whether, you know, he, he can't enter Atlantis if she becomes queen or, or something, or it completely uproots the culture. I don't feel this ends well. And I like that. Hamnet's doing some real cool stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice turn. Obviously, we spoke a lot about how it was kind of lackluster for the first chunk. And then it picked yeah. up, and then it, it's, it's, it's proper enjoyable now. I'm glad. I mean, again... Yeah, I would... he, well, he, set the, he, he set the table... With the Black Manta stuff. Hmm. So then we could get to... Well, he's a bad king. So now we have Wrath who... When you think of Aquaman villains, it's, it's Ocean Master and Black Manta. And now we have Quorum Wrath. So that's cool. Like I like that he's yeah. a proper addition there. Yeah. So, uh, no. Much like Batman, I'm glad it's monthly. I, I think uh, double shipping was too much for it. But yeah. I, I, I think as a good, solid oh. monthly book, it's, uh, it's I, I am enjoying it. So... Uh, no, Aquaman. Aquaman's still good. So, uh, there you go. That is this week's comics, which uh, gets us on to the nice, fun part of the show every week, where we pick our favourites. We pick our favourite art slash, uh, well, perfect art, perfect cover, and we pick our favourite panel slash uh, moment from the books, and then do our top five books of the week. Uh, it's a very, very strong week, so this will be interesting. Uh, so we'll start with uh, best panel slash moment, and we'll go with Connor first since he's been quiet. Uh, I- I'm actually just going to go with the the opening page of Metal. That uh, you know the 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 storybook version of the the recap, mm. I loved that. That kind of set me up for for what I was getting into. Cool, cool, Matt. So I have I have so many this week. It's very hard. 
There's a lot of great moments. There is. I really want to say Connor showing up finally, <laughs> but that's, that's too easy. Me. It is right. Like that's what people expect. So it's it's probably going to be there's this in Batman. It, there's this panel of Selena and Lois leaning into each other, sharing Lois's flask. And I just love how they've whatever the girl version of bros are, that's what Selena and Lois are. And that that panel just captures it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, they, they relate in a in a way that perhaps mm-hmm. um yeah, this is a tough one this week. It's, it's actually yeah. uh it is. I have a lot of books that I could be picking one from. Um and I, I really I don't have an obvious one to go to this week. I, I hmm <laughs> Also, that we didn't talk about nope. Super Sons. Go, go I'm, I'm going to do this to buy Pete some more time so he's not. Uh, well, absolutely, yeah. Mind. Go for it. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah. When when John makes his first appearance and he makes that Z from the panels with the the red streak, I thought that was super cool looking too. Uh, and they thought that it was Kid Flash. So there's just there's a lot of a lot of good stuff this week. A lot of good moments. Mm, there is. It's a very very good week actually. Very very consistent yeah. week as well. Yeah. Can't. Can, yeah. Can, fault it no um okay well i, I think i'm just gonna have to be uh you know what? this is actually a really silly pick but you know what it's for justice league no if he says hitting the baseball <laughs> no no it's from justice league um I don't know why, but for some reason I, I love seeing the Justice League toilet. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I knew that's what, when but, he said silly, that's, I knew where but, he was going. But I don't know what it is, but do, do you know what it is? Because I'm someone who does like to read in the toilet, right? So I relate to this moment. Well, it's just a waste of time otherwise. It is a waste of time. Yeah. But the idea that she multitasks and listens to stuff as well as reading while she's on the toilet is just like, I'm like the girl's doing things that I can only be dreaming of. It's, it's, it's insane. Making use of that time. This is why she's a superhero. This is why she's a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by the way, when we get to the the end of your show, the annual, in a week or two, uh, I will say this, you know, that toilet seat's the the moment of the year, right? I don't have to think about it. It just is. I can tell you right now. Go on. Come on. I'm cracking a joke. All right. Okay. Uh, Best. Are you though? No, we don't. We don't. We don't. Don't worry. That wasn't a thing. No, that's not a thing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you have me, you have me worried. No, there. no, no. no. <laughs> next two weeks, Cora's just looking through every issue of the year. Just going, oh, well, that, that's a heavy question. So where, do, where do I even start? Um, so, Matt, uh, best uh, best cover of the of the week? Uh, so, this one, this was a, is a tough week because there's, there's a Manipole cover, but I'm not that big on it. Oh, then man. you have the Nightwing cover that just sums everything up super well. But then you have the Sejic Aquaman cover, too. There's, there's so, a lot of interesting things. Uh, yeah. yeah, I won't be picking it, but I do want to point out. I actually relate the variant to Batman as well. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a nice cover. Uh, but there's a lot, a lot of good yeah, covers. So I, I'm gonna have to go with Aquaman because that Sejic cover. I just like the way with the blues, and then you have Dolphin and Aquaman and Mera coming yeah. up. Uh, not, I mean, obviously, it's not super representative of the uh, of the, of the no. issue itself, but that's obviously not a new problem for a comic book. No, uh, no. Uh, I, I'm actually going to go with Nightwing. I actually, uh, out of the main covers, yeah. I think Nightwing's the uh, the nicest. Although, again, the, the variant for Nightwing is also very nice, uh, which is the 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 ass shot where he's in the air uh, pointing his ass at the yeah. the, 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 the reader. Uh, hey, no. people! 
But the main one's quite nice. Give, give them what they want. Yeah, give, give them what they want. Uh, I, I agree with all the covers I've been talking about. I'd throw in metal as well in that discussion. I think it's got a, uh, I think it's got a really nice cover. Hmm. It's a little busy for me. But... I just love the the cosmic and the the looking down, yeah. and you know, I, I think it's just a really nice cover. But I will have to give it to Aquaman. I think that cover has a has a real sense of uh, motion. Oh, that's beautiful. I just can't, yeah. can't fault it. Uh, so, uh, best art of the week. I guess I should go first for one of these, shouldn't I? And this is... Again, this is kind of a fight this week. It's uh, it's, it's actually, yeah. I've got at least two, two, I, maybe three. I, I feel like Superman, Nightwing, Batman are Metal. all contenders for me. Uh, Mel's Mel pretty good, but... Uh, this was a little bit busier, I think, just in general. Uh, that's fair. I, I, in the same way, I, I kind of have have had to disregard Batman this week because of the thing with the faces bothered me too okay, much to give it a best art. That's fair. I actually, I think we were Superman. I really liked the Jimenez fights. I feel like that issue was mostly sold on art. Like the art carried that issue, now, not because it was badly yeah. written, but just because because they decided to make that just the two fights. So it's mostly the art that's doing the heavy lifting, uh, and I think it does. I actually think it, it completely sails on it. So I'll, that's fair. Superman. Matt. Uh, mine's Batman. Just That's... them walking around the, the fair. We know how much I love when when Lois and Clark go to a fair. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, that's true. Like, yeah, it's not the first time yes, in this yeah. rebirth era. And, uh, man, just, again, Clark wearing his glasses with the cowl on. Just that's commitment. What's funny about that is it took me a second to realize what was wrong with the face. I was like, what's this extra thing in his yeah. face? I was like, oh, he's wearing glasses over the cowl like a madman. Yeah, I... <laughs> You know, and then we talked about there's all those little small moments too, and it just I thought it, it works out well, despite Connor pointing out that evident flaw in, yeah. in the faces. So. All right, Connor. Yeah, if it wasn't for the faces, it would have been Batman probably, but yeah. I'm gonna have to give it to Nightwing. It's got such a sense of style that it, it kind of yeah. shifts the tone of the book entirely, and, and like that first page, I, I think I don't even think there's any dialogue. It's just a Mm-mm. It's just one big splash, and it's just like you know. Oh, there's, there's the narration there's, there's, boxes. There's, there's the narration, yeah. yeah. But like, even just like you just look at it, and you go, okay, this is different. Yeah. Okay. That's that's, yeah. that's totally fair. Uh, which is like top five books of the week. So, uh, Connor, Oof. it's back to you. Back to me. Okay. Um, this is actually really I mean, hard this week. I've not thought about this at all. No, I, I haven't <laughs> either. This is, this is tough. Uh, I think I'm gonna. St- Start with Batman. Despite the the mm. art problem, it's still it's still uh, it's still a great issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't fault it that much. Um, second, I'm actually going to give Nightwing. Third, see Superman and Super Sons are really hard to separate in my mind because I just kind of read them together. So maybe maybe Super S- Superman third. <laughs> Then Super Sons, and then Metal at five. Okay, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine, mine's eerily similar, just different orders. So, so number one's Batman, and then number two and three are the, the one-two punch of Superman and Super Sons, and then Nightwing four, and then Metal five. And and it's weird to put Metal five because there's a lot that I like there, but mm. those top four did stuff with characters that I love. Versus just being a big fun story, you know. So yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's a tough week. Uh, I feel like 
There's one book that is typically on these weeks been popping in my top five all the time, which I think is not going to this time, uh, just purely because of the Uh-oh. competition. Um, so, number one... I'm going to have to break it and not give it the anonymous because I'm not going with Batman. And I, lo- I love it, I do, but I actually, I think I have to... I'm put, telling Tom King. I have to put Nightwing at number one. I, I, I love that issue of Nightwing. Um... Nightmare number one, Batman at number two, Super. <laughs> you have the same problem, yeah. Yeah, don't you? Super. Yeah. I. The plot's better than one, but the art's much better than the other. So I. That, that's it. I think. I think Superman is. I ultimately gave that higher just because it reads better. It I, I probably do it because it was part one. No, that's just. <laughs> um, but the plot that comes out. No, Superman at number. Number three, Super Sons at number four, and then Justice League at number five. Uh, the one I was referring to that's usually been popping in there recently has been Green Lanterns, that and that w- that would be oh. uh, Green Lanterns, uh, yeah. which and that would yeah, be next. But um, yeah. but no, that's where, that's where yeah. we are. Not not surprised to not have Metal on your top five, given your opinion. Yeah, honestly, yeah, Metal probably be my uh, that and Batwoman are kind of down to the bottom of my list this week. Wow. Both good qualities in so, them, but, uh, you know. Well, I mean, credit to it when that's the worst of a yeah. week. No, no absolutely. It was, it was a really good week. Like, I, I, I felt bad. I feel like some people, if this is their first episode of the show, and we start with metal, and I'm like, oh, I need to be negative because of blah, 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 blah. And like, oh, this guy's going to hate everything. And then, like, I'm just super positive about the rest of the books, yeah. like, every single one of them. Uh, I feel like in most cases today, I was, I was defending things that Connor was trying to complain about. Legitimate complaints. I didn't say the burn. I know sometimes you'll be like, you just complain about things for the sake of it. Sometimes you do. Not not this time. Yeah, for the most part. So anyway, that, that, is, that has been this week's show. So uh, I shall tell you what's coming next week, which I forgot to have ready. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so, But it shall take me along. Uh, so we got week four next week, which I believe means Doomsday Clock is back in action once again. Tick-tock right Doomsday yes. Clock. We got Doomsday Clock number two. Uh... We have Doomsday Clock number two. My scroll went a bit wonky there. Uh, Doomsday Clock number two. Uh, we have Hawkman Found number one. So we got another metal book. Then we also have the no. next to the Super Sons crossover with Teen Titans 15. So we have we have two events and a crossover no. book next week. Uh, three different things all going at once uh, to headline the show. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no one wanted a quiet week to end that the no, year, right? No one did, no. Uh, then we have Detective Comics 971, oh, nice. Action Comics 994, Wonder Woman 37, Flash 37, Batgirl 18, and uh, Batman, Creature of the Night number two, and Nightwing, the New Order number five. Uh, that's the ones we're covering. Also out, but we will not be covering, are Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps 35, um, The Demon, Hell is Earth number two, Batman Beyond 15, Blue Beetle 16, The Hellblazer 17, Justice League of America number 21, and Suicide Squad number 32. So that's what's coming out next week uh, in terms of the issues. So by all means, uh, and obviously, uh, you know, enjoy Christmas as well, because next time we, we speak to you, it'll yeah. be after Christmas. So. Yeah, have a, have a nice Christmas. Uh, do that. Uh, we will have the bonus episode, the annual episode, uh, sometime uh, early January. Uh, well, we've not scheduled it in yet to when we're going to do it, but uh, it's just the plans are formulating. It's happening. It's the thing. Uh, but that is that has been episode eighty three of Comics from the Multiverse. So hope you enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And uh, 
we'll see you next time. I keep reading comments. If you want to support the, the show and support the channel and all everything we do, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can do that over there. Get some bonuses like the monthly episode. Me and Connor just finished reading the book for the monthly. Uh, Green Lantern uh, Sector 2814 Volume 1. Uh, we're going to be recording that uh, likely tomorrow night, I think. And uh, that'll be going up. Uh, you also get to vote when there's a week five and we do a trade there. So there's, there's some things in there. Uh, but mostly just, you know, if you, if, you, if you like the show and want to support, you can do that. Um, you'll find a link to that in the description along with some other useful things. Uh, you can get it on Twitter's at DC Comics Podcast. Um, Again, I'm still amazed every time I say that that I that we got that name, that that, that handle. I know. I, I don't know how that happened, but somehow it was free. Uh, and there you I, go. Idiots didn't think to check. Yeah, they that's just what it assumed. is. I, I think yeah. everyone just assumed that that wasn't free, so we ended up just being able to get it, you know, later yeah. down the line. Uh, but that 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 is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. Uh, we love you loads. Keep reading comics. Have a very nice Christmas, and uh, we'll see you uh, one more time before the end of the year. Uh, so. Have a good one, keep reading comics, and always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force. Titans together.